So if you get a chance to just think about what you'd ever want to do to a movie, your favorite movie, the script, the character, to continue on a story or perhaps maybe completely change it in any sense of imagination. That's where we're going to take you down today. We're going to break down a couple of our favorites and see where we can go with it from there. So sit back, grab some popcorn, and man the f*** up. It's time for the Loki and Jabroni Show. Jabroni Show, the most fantastic podcast on the East Coast. My name is Chris. I'm the Jabroni. To my immediate right, I bring you. I'm Loki, Mr. Mike Smith, and to my right, Strikers McLynch. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. And behind, me back. behind the board is the magical, wonderful man of the hour, executive producer Eddie Focus, who will be chiming in on this episode as if he were just one of us. Exactly. Everything's on fire back here. What's with all this wood? You chopped well, it. I've got wood. Stocking oh, up. Ed's going to be chopping that wood before you know it. <laughs> As you heard in the open, we're going to find some movies from our own personal collections, things we love, and movies we thought maybe should have had a sequel. And I'm going to throw a curveball at the very end. Oh, come on, man. Uh, you, you no curveballs. Anything less. No, what are you new? Uh, uh, well, first time It's here. only been like t- 60 episodes 60 since I've been on. Yeah, yeah. Hour. What yeah, happened? Yeah, amateur hour. Yeah. I'm the reason we took so long to get ready. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> so, as usual, we'll start with you, Mike. What's on your mind this week? Um, actually, it's been pretty quiet wow. as far as uh, as far as the news and everything else is concerned. Um, I don't have too much as far as uh, I mean, obviously, you know, socks being. ALEs. Miss congratulations you know, on that. That's, that's, yes. that was fantastic. I have a question about that. Red Sox. Um, <laughs> yeah. they did a poppy, uh, poppy closing ceremony. Um, yesterday it was his final obvious, uh, you know, regular, regular season. season game. Yeah. Uh, they gave him a full 24 karat gold bat. Why not? Are you serious, dude? Solid gold bat with Why the etchings in it and all this. Why not? Could you just imagine that? Though? I mean, what would you do with bat? it? Though? <laughs> I mean, what would you do with that? I'd like a solid gold anything. When I was nine, I wanted a solid gold dancer. But I mean, to get that back, that is a fantastic gift, and he's very deserving. Now, I have two questions for you, Chris. I'm sorry, Danny Terrio is not available. No, he wasn't a solid gold dancer. He was. Uh, what was that other dancey? He was the host. He was bullshit. Whatever. Um, number one, they're retiring his number next season. Yeah. Yes. Whereas in the past, they've waited until they went to the Hall of Fame before they retired the number. Is that a good move on their part? Absolutely. Why? I think I think so. Absolutely. One, he's I, destined. He was, yeah. I mean, not only that, everything that he's done since he showed up in 2004, let's not forget, Pedro Martinez is the one who said, hey, go get this guy. Get this guy. Because they were misusing him in Minnesota. Right, and they exactly. Were like, get, trust me, get this guy. Yeah. And then what happens? I mean, pretty much we won three World Series, and can I say it's strongly in favor of because of him? Oh, yeah. I, I would, I mean, I would say. Leadership, there's Big Poppy and there's Little Poppy. 
I would Poppy say is obviously David Ortiz, and the little, and one little Poppy is Pedroia. the little dwarf Pedroia. <laughs> and I would say I, I would Go say seventy five percent of those championships were carried on Ortiz's back. Absolutely, sure. You had Pedro, you had Schilling, no, you had Pedroia. Yes, um, the hero in one was Manny Ramirez, uh, Mark Bellhorn. You had a lot of guys that contributed a lot to those teams. But at the end of the day. Big Poppy was let's say let's the just horse. let's he just go more recently 2013 in my opinion was all Poppy. Well, didn't the he beards, win the MVP of the yeah, series? That exactly, year? Okay. the beard thing was his his little. I mean, it was it was Combs's idea when they were drunk one night to do this whole thing. But Big Poppy, of course, is the one who's like, "Yo, this is a good idea, guys. Let's do do the bit of beards all over the place." <laughs> and then, of course, you got little scrubby Ellsbury trying to grow this like thing. And you look like, like mange. You're like, yeah, you're like, dude, please, <laughs> no. thirteen year old scrudge. <laughs> you you just you don't have to contribute to this. No, we're good with you, Ellsbury. No, please shave. Right. But um, <laughs> the other last thing that I wanted to do, which I thought was badass of the Red Sox organization is um, Big Poppy ended up, you know, taking this, uh, he has this organiz- this uh, charity, the Big Poppy, you know, charity, I think it's for, you know, kids and, you know, ill-deserved kids. He, uh, the Red Sox organization took 500000 and contributed to it. That's you know? pretty cool. On top of that, the owners matched that. So a million dollars is going to Poppy's Canadian awesome. Foundation. That's, it's great to see. If I can just throw sure. that, throw something in on that, um, I'm not going to mention any names. I'm not going to throw anything out there. But my boss's daughter in 2008 died from a brain tumor, and her make a wish was to meet the Red Sox. And Big Poppy took at least three dozen photos with this little girl, ten years old, who was about to die from brain tumor, and that tells me. What kind of guy that guy is. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? That speaks volumes to me. Right. I don't care whether, I, if I like the team or not, if I like the person, I'm going to stick with that of guy. Of course, in that in respect, that, we talked about Jeter before, and you have mad respect for Jeter. You don't mm-hmm. judge him by, I have this, by the clothes he's I wearing. have the same respect for Jeter. Yeah. He was a great player, good dude, contributed a lot to society, and he's just he's one of the salt-of-the-earth guys. Mm-hmm. You don't see that a lot in athletes. No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely have you seen that the commercial with Larry Fitzgerald? That's been playing with the NFL? Yeah. When he calls his dead mom? Yeah. No. It fucking killed me the first time I saw that. I can imagine. You know why? My dad. Yeah. You know, two years gone. Still, he was not a sports guy, but however, the sentiment resounds. Yeah. All right. The last guy that reminds me of Jeter just left your team. Tishanaz. Yes. Awesome. And the fact that he, he decided to retire this year, and you know what? He was a big enough player, I believe, that he could have had a sending off, much like Poppy sure. did. You know what I'm saying? And much like Cheater did, and a lot of the other ones out there. But that wasn't him. You know what I'm saying? And no. I, I got to say, um, as much as it hurt to, you know, get swept by you guys, Texterra's freaking Grand Slam. How, how else could you want to go out, dude? Look Seriously. at it this way. That was a night, and I, that was my second question. That was a night where. To share in one of his close to being final home games, Yankees are down five to two going into that inning, and Teixeira closes it out with a walk off grand slam. Twenty seven minutes earlier, because of a loss by Baltimore, you guys clinched the American already, League yeah, Eastern yeah. Division. Yeah. You're already the <laughs> champions. That had to be deflating, but at the same time, with the exception of Kimbrell, who threw everything in the dugout that wasn't nailed down, including Pedroia. I thought I oh, saw I him fly by. <laughs> he did. No, did you see Pedroia come out and be like 
you doing? What are you doing, dude? Um, it had to be bittersweet. You know, you still pop the champagne. You still have the celebration. Yeah. You, you've you've reached the mark you've wanted to reach, and you worked so hard for. But man, what a downer! And even I felt a little. I felt great watching the ball sail out of the park, and everybody's there to mob him. And the after interview was great. Like but, I, to, to quote to quote that that per, you know popular Will Smith meme. I wasn't even mad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yo. I wasn't mad, bro. But I felt a little sadness because I know if it were my team clinching that division and you just lost the game that you're playing in, bittersweet. But like I said, who who else could you lose it to? Dexterra. Yeah, it's good to have a guy like you know Kishara. what I'm saying. So I, I was, he's just awesome. He's, he really, is. he really is, and I got to give it to him because, like I said, he could have went out any other way, and he went out the way. That you expect him to, a hero. You know, yeah, he, he, always, looked, he, he looked very uncomfortable on Sunday during his uh, goodbye ceremony at Yankee Stadium. I think he was. I mean, oh, just the whole. He looked like he'd rather been yeah. Yeah, yeah. anywhere else but where he was standing. Right. Just let me go in peace. No, go that's back what, to my that's home. what he wanted, and, and well, that's why I think he didn't make such a big deal about well, it. Well, that tells me just what kind of guy he is. He's just like I'd want no real mm-hmm. and, and ceremony. Just for a little uh, little stand up for that. The last time you guys had a walk off Grand Slam. Was Alex Rodriguez in 2007. 2007. I know, yeah, so, dude. So to have that name be replaced now. Yeah. Is, is kind of a nice little it's thing. It's very awesome too, because you know, anything so. associated with Alex Rodriguez can kiss my dead cold white ass. I will not kiss your dead cold And because ass. you beat me to it, I got a little something for you. Yes. For those of you guys that weren't paying attention, the New England Patriots got shot out at home. Yeah, boy. For the first time in 23 seasons. And, and Patriots fans right now are going absolutely This segment is getting cut. Shit. <laughs> the fuck Shop it is. <laughs> and it's not the fact that they lost that bothers Patriots fans because you lose. You have to lose. A lot of my Patriot fan friends are like, yeah, you can't win them all. We understand it. They're more angry, A, that it happened to the Bills, and B, that it happened at home, and that people are giving them shit. Well, sorry, 90% of Patriots Nation, all you do is talk shit. You're the new and improved Dallas Cowboy fan base. Every time I turn around, I got to hear about Tom fucking Brady and Rob fucking Gronkowski, as if tomorrow they're going to walk across the Thames River barefoot with a robe on. They're not gods. They might. They could. Tom Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady could do that. What do you think? Are Patriots fans the new Cowboy fans? No, they never will be. I'm sorry. I just, there's something about that era of the Cowboys. And it's, you know, what's that biggest thing that they just come out with? If our four Super Bowls is such a, such a, uh, old school thing, how come your team hasn't caught up yet? Like, Dude, really? You can only have one winner a season. Guys. Really? Just, just, just stop. All stop right. Just, in the just stop. Okay. No, seriously. Well, I interject real quick, Mike. I watched a really interesting documentary on Netflix today. It was by CNN. It's, um, the seventies and it brought it. The first episode was broadcast television. And the biggest thing they talked about was Monday Night Football in the 1970s mm-hmm. and the America's team, Dallas Cowboys. You know, I get it. Everybody was a Cowboys fan in the seventies, early eighties. Eh, right now, I'm oh, eh about them. <laughs> you, you know what? I think their backup quarterback is better than Tony Romo. Oh, yeah, without question, absolutely. Cowboy, I, fans, I, Cowboy I, fans right now should be at church every Sunday praying that Romo never gets better because Dak Prescott is certainly the future. And I think team. both of the Patriots' backup quarterbacks are better than Tony Romo in they certain situations. Certain situations, however. 
Are they going to make it to the Super Bowl? Who knows? Who really no. cares? Mm-hmm. Who really cares? At, four at, weeks at the end in. of the day, at the end of the day, yeah. we're only f- we're going into week five. Mm-hmm. Who really gives a shit? Let's Talk to me again in week exactly. eleven. Exactly. Talk to me in week eleven, twelve when it really matters and where everybody. Because right now, right now, and we'll go to the NFC real quick. Right now, ESPN this morning we're talking about two NFC teams and two AFC teams as the class of the field. Patriots being one. And they threw away the one Steelers debacle last week against <laughs> that, the Eagles oh, yeah. and said that the Steelers are going to rock. So it's Patriots-Steelers. Us two sitting here are wearing the colors of the two teams ESPN yes. is calling about right now. What bothers me, like you just said, it's week four. Sure, it's too both early. teams have looked impressive. Both teams have looked dominant. But it's weird. Yeah, but we, we are, we're dominant on different sides of the ball. Exactly. Like we are, you watch Minnesota Vikings and you can't help but watch them now because honestly, they're everywhere and I love it. You know, mm-hmm. of course, you know, now we're. And look at your team. You lost Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah. Week two. We lost our freaking, we lost our main quarterback. You lost your quarterback. <laughs> like before the season even started. <laughs> but you're still fucking playing good ball. That's because of Zimmer. That's because it's we finally have ball. a good coach. That keeps these guys and in. Focus. I'm telling you right now, the coach is the backbone of the entire oh, yeah. team. I don't oh, give absolutely. a shit what, what coach it absolutely. is. I watched the Seattle's game last night. As much as I hate Pete Carroll, he's a good fucking coach. Yeah. He's great, obviously. And, and, and a team that was nothing. Exactly. They were nothing 10 years ago. Dude, their uniforms were garbage. <laughs> They're still garbage. Dude. Kinda, <laughs> garbage. They're a little better now, all right? They look like high school dude, uniforms. That, that, old Come silver, on. that old silver green with the light blue. Oh, my God. That's that kind of crappy. Oh. And going back, the Mike They look Smith. like old Pontiacs. Right? Exactly. They look like Pontiacs. Yes. They really do. The old Mike, the Mike Smith that doesn't sit here with me week after week <laughs> got fired because he couldn't keep that team together. They bring in Dan Quinn, and for two seasons, last year they start out 5-0. and They finish 500. Not the best showing ever. This year, we're looking good. There's still thing, there's still things to fix, but to have a sports expert who does this day in and day out say Minnesota and Atlanta are the teams to watch, man, that fluffs your chest up just a little bit. Yeah. Minnesota has been such a downtrodden team for so many years, and I give them a lot of credit. We got, a yeah, lot we of credit. Got, we got a lot of shitty. The purple <laughs> people <laughs> eaters are back, baby. I love All them, right. dude. Love them. So we're going to take a couple minute break here, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Chris from the Loki and Jabroni Show. Are you looking for your next great tattoo experience? I've got something for you. Our friends at Sublime Ink Tattoo and Piercing Parlor in Groton, Connecticut. The address is 577 Route 12. Phone number is 860-445-4200. Go down and see our friends Dave Kovalik, Dana Batts, Justin Furr, or David Kruger. They are ready to give you your next great tattoo experience. Mention you heard it on the Loki and Jabroni Show and maybe they'll help you out. kids it's the movie sequel episode and we're gonna have lynch start us off you're the guest oh you're killing me dude that's my right, plan so, so we're, gonna right, break, so we're gonna break down the rules break down the rules break down the rules for you All if right. i had to do a sequel a proper sequel even if it already had a sequel back to future two you would redo future two absolutely what was wrong? Well, with I was going to say that's part. That's part. So real quick, you can choose any movie that had a sequel or didn't have a sequel. If you want to continue it, or much like you're planning on doing right now, completely twist 
And if you do plan on twisting it, and it's a and, and this is big. It is big because if you're working on a three way, then that's uh that's a it was a trilogy. You and Chris are out. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm just saying so, right now. You're right. It's a freaking trilogy. I've been in so. one of his three ways, and so, it's not so fun. You can't, I did so you not can't like do. I did do. not like number two. What what was it about number two? We'll break it down. Oh, it, the break whole it down. contrivance of the whole thing. It, the fact that Marty knew, oh, this is my mom. This is my dad. This is my Biff. The whole future with Biff. Total garbage. Personally. He knew who they were because he lived around them. Exactly. But, but however... They knew, he knew how he could change that whole timeline, mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything to do about anything to do about it till the very end of the movie, the very end when he knew he could be all oh, shit. I'm gonna delete it. I'm done. I'm out of the timeline. That's just one of my little quirks with that movie. Mm. Now here here's my question: Is that when the futures alternate? Yes. After the sports almanac yes. gets into Biff's hands, yes. and the future changes around him, everybody's memories change but his. Right, exactly. So he goes exactly. to the new alternate 1985, everything's changed, he should already know. He should already know. And it's a different fucking girlfriend. Come on, man. I thought the second one was hotter anyway. <laughs> Come on, man. Butterfly effect. Fucking yeah, well, butterfly uh, farts in a fucking Claudia flower. Wells had, like, uh, drug problems and shit. That's why she wasn't another one. Yeah. He, he, Have you seen Mike her said, today? No, listen, Mike said butterfly effect. She's a hot mess. I love she's that She's good looking, but she's a hot mess. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd Chris, cool. listen. Go ahead. Mike said butterfly effect. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. That was a great film. Great movie. Could that that's be, a could perfect that be another one. That's a perfect movie for a sequel. Yeah, the second one sucked. <laughs> I say there's two sequels to that movie. Yeah, they sucked. Yeah, exactly. But it had the second one had Kristen Crook from Supergirl, Superman, Smallville, whatever. Super, super something. Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> it is obvious to me you are not shy. No, yeah, but Lois, however, right? Lois. Um, was it Lois? She, yeah, Lois. She Lois, yeah. yeah. Lois. Yeah. However, but. You know, it could be a possibility that the reason why things didn't change for Doc and Marty was because. Uh, they were in the slipstream. The timeline knew they were going to fix but the timeline. It did change for Doc. That's the whole problem I have with time. Yeah, but Doc supposedly died. I suppose that's a yeah. paradox, isn't it? Well, that's so the whole Doc, thing I have. The only the person that came back would have been Marty. Right. Marty right. came The whole back. problem I have with the whole time change time whatever movie is the main characters know what they have to what they're up against so they know what they have to change yeah but the the the, the biggest thing with that is when he went back he thought everything was back to normal he thought everything was good exactly the only thing he decided to change was to leave the note to doc however he didn't know <laughs> he didn't know doc already knew well, not only the that, future. he didn't know that Biff was going to get a hold of that automatic. Right. He had no knowledge of that. So when he comes back to his time, what he thinks is his time, it's been altered because Biff got a hold of that freaking thing. It just, it's really convoluted. This it's, is, well, this is one of the reasons you got to remember when this movie first came out, 
that was, I mean, how many arguments did you have about time? You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, how, <laughs> not, stop. The how old made me argue about time, right? <laughs> Terminator Genesis. And, That's and, all I'm saying. You got to understand, like, <laughs> when they were still dabbling in this idea, you know? And, I mean, Star Trek has hit on it a few times in the 70s. But this was a first movie that was really about time It travel. really made you well, even the space-time continuum. It really did. Yeah. Well, well even Star nobody, Trek, nobody Star Trek 3 or 4. Think Start of that. For Spock. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on. But that was Boy right Joel. around. That was, was right Boy around. Boy at Home was the time travel one. Okay. Yes. I was say, I'm that, sorry. That was a little bit after uh, Back to the Future. So that time that time travel thing was starting to hit pretty big. And we're like, but it was, hey, a really the, it was a really huge thread on that. It was a really huge thread in the late 80s, early no, 90s. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, to Star Trek's credit, they didn't change anything. They just took a whale. I'll give you that. That poor whale. Actually, they took a whale and uh, the doctor. And learn how to communicate. That Kirk never had sex with it ever again. Poor, poor Kirk. <laughs> anyway, my man, pork, pork, pork. So what do you got, bro? All right. Well, I would have loved to have seen a sequel. I can write it right now, maybe for Hancock, which I thought was a good movie. Great fucking premise. Drunk. Turns superhero with the uh, yeah. PR guy. Yeah. And Jason Bateman's hotter than shit right now. <laughs> He's yeah. awesome, dude. And Will Smith is still hotter than shit my, right my, now. My favorite is Cotton. All right. No, not, not, uh, uh, he calls the other guy Cotton. It's going to be a bold move there, Cotton. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> From Dodgeball. Yep. Yes. That is, that yes. Is, Pepper Lewis. That yeah. is my F-N-A, Cotton, F-N-A. Like you just said, you know, you go from this drunken guy with powers, you learn who you are, the whole backstory's there, it told the story well, now he's got the suit, and he's, I I wouldn't say cleaned up and proper, but, you know, he's still got a little bit of vinegar in his veins. Oh, yeah. So now... It's the perfect avenue to take it to a sequel. Does he fall off the wagon? Is he staying on the straight and narrow? What kind of crime will be in front of him? You know, do the, have the people embraced him? Like with, uh, say you can go back to Batman Begins. People didn't yes. embrace Batman. And then he does some good and they're like, oh, Batman, you're our hero. <clears throat> Same with Hancock. The first film made $624 million domestically at the box office. Mm-hmm. The solid story. They could have done something really good with that film. And from what I read, they did talk about making the sequel to Hancock. It just never got out of the pre-prod stage. I like that idea, actually. I, I, I like where you're going with that. How would, how would you like, uh, did you have like a super villain? I don't know about a super villain. I would like the, uh, the crime syndicate type thing. Like they had the guy who had the hook for the hand in the first one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you have this angry, irate crime syndicate who's tearing up Los Angeles. There's only one guy that can save us. <laughs> Hancock. It's Hancock. Get him, get him bourbon and cocaine, and he's on his way. So Whatever the case is, it would have made for fantastic cinema. I'm going to dog one. Uh, Independence Day. Resurrection. Mm. Was uh, that a sequel or was that a reboot? Is that's my... a sequel. Okay. That's a sequel because what's his, uh, what's his name's, uh, that's his son. The freaking the pilot there is actually right. Will Smith's freaking son. So it's it's actually a sequel. The aliens come back this time with a vengeance. They've spent more time studying us, but guess what? We still win in the end. Oh my god! And Brent Spiner lives. Is isn't that inc- uh, just impressive? And I heard he was gay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Very very Every time. He he wanted to have sex with the aliens. <laughs> 
He did. He really did. He wanted them aliens bad. I'm going to say I watched that movie. I did not dislike it. I thought it was really, for what it was, very good. It was, it was, it was in my eyes. It was part one. It was a reboot. It was a reboot. It, I, it, it, I didn't rush to see it because that chemistry with Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith was priceless. It was. It was. And I was, I just like Jeff Goldblum. I, I wish, think, I, I think wish he's great. Will I Smith think, was in that movie. I, don't I really, think, oh, really no, wish. I agree. Well, they, they fucking, they asked him and he's, you know, he was sitting on it and they were like, fuck it, move on without him. So then they killed his character. Right. They fucking, in the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the movie. So he takes a shit and $30 million goes on the toilet. <laughs> Here you go. I've only seen the first two Jurassic Parks because Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. He You'll can't wa- make a shitty you movie. You would love. He can't make a shitty movie. The newest Jurassic Park. The newest Park. one was really good. I thought it was I really, really one. good. It's great. It was great. I did. But I will Chris say Pratt this. Chris Pratt is awesome. I will say this. It was kind of a rehash of the first one. It It's the first one. In present yeah, circumstances. Right, right. It was Absolutely. kind of, we talked about it when I went, so it was page and verse to the first one. It really was. Almost it is. It was, it was. So, however, so, like I said, um, there's certain things that I feel shouldn't be touched. This is one of the reasons why I decided to go with this, with this episode is just this reason for shame on you guys for just trying to cash in <laughs> on the money. Seriously. Seriously. That's all you wanted to do is cash in on the money. Like that, that's it. It had been let's, 20 years. They saw an opportunity. They let, took let's it. be honest. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's kind of like the new Blair Witch movie. I'm sure I, I, you saw it. Sucked. Okay. Whoa. Loved it. Uh, but hated it. Did Blair Loved Witch it. need a Sorry, reboot? Eddie. Did Blair Witch need a reboot? Yes. Why? I don't think Blair so. Blair Witch Two was terrible. Okay. But did, different story. Different. It completely, completely different timeline. Right. And completely different. Oh, dog fart. They were just oh, looking oh, at oh, the marketing oh. aspect of it, looking to cash in. Oh, sorry, Abby. Uh, looking to cash in on the, the marketing aspect of the first movie. The second one sucked. I will give you that, Eddie. The first one, excellent friggin' marketing. If anyone who didn't see it in the beginning and didn't go through the experience of the website and all that stuff missed right. it. Right. Yeah. You, you can't sit somebody down Bumblebees. to watch that movie and have them always appreciate Bumblebees. it. Bumblebees. Eddie, I will give you that. The, the first movie and... And... Oh, hello, cat. <laughs> anyway, I will give you that, Eddie. The first movie with the marketing, 2000, 2001, was phenomenal. The hype was phenomenal. There. The hype was, was there. They made you believe exactly. you were watching like actual. It was footage. fucking incredible, dude. I still wasn't sure up until like uh, uh, the sci-fi documentary started coming out. Are you and serious? Yeah, I wasn't sure. The way they did you know, the website, I really wasn't. Dude, they sure. tortured those kids though. You got to realize that. But when, the, yes. the moment I they, got, they did. They, the moment, they left those kids out there, like yeah. when when they were actually at each other's. And that's throats. why I loved it. The first right. movie was yeah. fucking phenomenal. They were really it was at it was marketing throats. at its best, and it was. Yeah. People, Let, people, people were talking about this exactly. Is real, this is real, and then what? I don't know. It was two months later. Was the MTV Music Awards, and there's the three kids on stage. Yeah. Win every like, fr- are you fucking kidding me? Every Friday, every Monday, they were talking about that movie. It was fucking incredible. Oh yeah, but yeah, on that Blair Witch too. That was that was a scripted that was garbage. That was garbage. That was. Yeah, it was not, funny. That director normally did documentaries. He has not tried to film a regular movie since. He's That's a smart good. man. Uh, he's a smart man. <laughs> good. You got one for us? What do you got, executive? Come on, Eddie. Oh man, you changed the game. Uh, I told you it could go either way. It can go either way. Kind of like you. And I, and like I said, and, and just, just for me to close up on that so everybody doesn't think I just came up with like a vanilla reason, it really did feel like to me it was the first movie all done up again. If the aliens were that technologically advanced 
and they had that much time. I know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. We don't stand a chance. I'm just sorry. And it was the same thing again. Up the pooper, some freaking. You know, it's just it was well, just the problem with sequels is is they don't always. Most of it is cashing in. I, I like the James Cameron philosophy that a sequel should stand on its own. Like you could watch Terminator Two without watching Terminator One, without a doubt, and still be like, "God damn, that's an awesome action!" Agreed, movie. agreed. So nobody. Same thing with Aliens. Like you don't need to see Alien. I thought, to like watch I Aliens. said, I I still to this day love Aliens over Alien. I mean, Alien yeah, opened the yeah. door, right? Alien opened the door for something you've never seen, and then Aliens <laughs> just took it to the next level and was like in your face. I I think a movie that deserves a proper sequel, Howard the Duck. Yes, I, I I heard rumors though. Almost I, showed up. Almost a good Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, though. at the very end. And let's be honest: for when when Howard the Duck came out, that was incredible. The puppeteering back then, those scorpion things. I were don't badass, hate that movie. Dude. I don't care. I don't I either. Don't hate I, that there's movie. nothing. I, 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 it's got Leah Thompson. She's hot. It was, Seducing a duck. Yes. Yeah, that bothered me. It's got me a duck boobies. That was yes. That bothered Play me. duck. <laughs> so Marvel, if you're listening, give it a shot. Oh, God. Hey, like you said, Guardians of the Galaxy, they threw him in the end there. I, I was clapping when I saw that. Oh, yeah. He was classic was, Howard the Duck with a martini and the blazer. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. Let's be honest. That would have been badass. Absolutely. I think they did poorly on the Howard the Duck. Would you make it a part two or would you do a complete reboot? Reboot. Well, they'd have to reboot it because Marvel has a property now. But if they did a straight sequel, I wouldn't be that upset. I wouldn't either. I would like to see yeah. where they went with that. that I, would I wouldn't be. be upset. But you know what? Funny thing is, is Howard the Duck is technically the first Marvel movie ever made. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I 1983? I think, I think well, theatrically, theatrically, it's the first movie. There's been Spider-Man TV movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they, they even had a... Horrible. Yeah. A horrible Captain Are you America. saying Nick horrible. was a terrible Spider-Man? Horrible Chris. He looked like a deer in headlights every yeah, fucking scene, dude. Nineteen eighty six. And I think Blade was the worst costume ever. Yes. I'm looking at the pictures now and uh yeah, you're right. Uh yeah, it was pretty terrible looking. Yeah, no, yeah. they were they were horrible. Horrible, dude. Horrible. <laughs> I remember those, dude. I remember those. But she looked good in that little teddy so in that. Back one to scene. you, McLynch. <laughs> All right, so in my young science fiction life, close encounters. Of the third kind. What happened when Roy Neary went into the mothership? Mike? When he, I, I think he actually became the, how did the board put, assimilated? Mm. Chris? You know what? I, I would have to agree with Mike. That's what, that's where I, my mind would go. He but. became one with. I think he's banging Fox Holden's <laughs> <laughs> But as a eight year old kid, I was like, holy, when I, my father brought me to a drive-in the first time to see Coles Encounters mm-hmm. without the mothership. Two years later, flash forward, what happened once he went into mothership? What, what did those aliens well, okay, show him? Exactly. That, and that's, that's what type of door do you want to open from there? Is it going to be just what happens after that, or is it going to be going into a whole other world where exactly. they go back to their home planet and maybe their home planet's dying? And because of his ingenuity, he actually ends up saving the planet. Can he save the planet? Can he save, man? well, aliens? His, his new family, right. Exactly. His new family. It exactly. would be interesting to see uh, that character come back after X amount of years 
and then deal with his life dealing yeah. with being someone that's been there and back. Right. And like, the because the first one become. was about him get, basically loses his whole family. Like, it, it's pretty tragic. Yeah, he, he loses, gives, loses yeah. his whole family over this obsession. Yeah. He gives up his life. He gives up his whole existence to go on the alien ship. He's a deadbeat dad. No, <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, daddy. So I, I can't wait to see his child support payment when he does get back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I know. The ending to the movie. I just saved the alien kind. I wanted to come back and tell you I became something. That's great. Here's how much you owe in freaking back child support. <laughs> Both your sons went to college. <laughs> Leave it to Loki and Jabroni show to ruin everything. Yeah. Your childhood <laughs> ruined. That's what we're here for. All right. So I'm not going to go... Um, Movie per se, we're going to go with that whole, um, you know, made for TV miniseries movie. It. Ooh. I know they're making oh a remake. Oh my God. I know they're making a remake. I would love to see that story continued through the generations though. When the kids, kids, oh, you know what I'm saying? Cause this, this, this guy, this Pennywise is a freaking demon. You know what I mean? That's, this is what he does is just torture people. And, to see a remake is going to be cool, like I said. I really like how they made him look. I mean... I, I like the guy they picked to play Pennywise. That's what I'm saying. I, I love I how seen, he uh, looks, oh, man. Oh, what's that show? Hemlock Grove on Netflix. If you watch that show, Hemlock Grove... I think I've heard he, of it. He's in that show, and he plays this creepy vampire-like kid, and he's just like... He's perfect. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I, when I he's, he's got that of, makeup... He's one of the Skarsgård kids. If you, yes. if you see the makeup, yeah. they got him in. Stellan or put him on, uh, Alexander or, or, or whatever. Yeah. He's one of their kids, but he's like creepy as fuck. Yeah, he looks, he looks fantastic in that makeup. I, I like that they're doing a remake. I'm not upset about it. I do want to see a part two. I would love to see the story continued. Like I say, follow it through generations. Well, any of Stephen, most of Stephen King's books take place in the same town. Oh, I know. You, you could easily do that. Yeah. Dairy, dairy Maine. <laughs> Need, he's got a few Need, dairy. Needful Things? Yes. Oh, oh my. Let me tell Quick story about Needful Things. The young kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. The character is escaping me. But he plays the kid without teeth. Oh, yeah. Yes. My yeah. friend's uh, cut, uh, nephew. The most incredible kid you'll ever fucking meet in the world. And he's so, just so down to earth. So really, really cool. And he's been on Jay Leno. He's been on Conan. He's been on, um, any nighttime, nighttime talk show. He's so good. Such a good kid. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he's a Gaetano Matarazzo. Mm, I can show you a picture. Sounds familiar. It does. Yeah. Of course it's and the phone's ringing. So we're just talking about uh, Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Good show. My wife's uh, best friend's husband, his nephew, is Gaetano Malarazzo on the show. Wow. Yeah. He plays a kid. I don't recall the character, but he has no teeth. And that's a real actual thing. He has it, That's a genetic thing. He has no teeth. Those are false. That right. was in the show. Incredible kid. Wow. Great show. We binge watched it. Luke Cage. Oh, have that's you saw, Have you seen that? On Netflix? Oh, my God, dude. I Speaking haven't started the show yet. No spoilers. No, I, I, that's uh, what I said. I, I, I haven't started I will it not either. But, you know. Spoiler for Eddie. I will not spoil it for anybody got, on the got, show. He got hit 
in the head with a baseball bat recording yes, that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times. It's insane, man. That's just insane. Chris, what are you doing? So there? what do you got, Chris? All right. Well, one of my favorite movies as a young man, teenager, was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What a great film. Love you it. stole my next idea. Did I really? You son of a bitch. Great minds think alike. <laughs> but I want, I want to do it when he's 40. You know, Ferris has got a job. Him and what's Super Bowl did it. <laughs> they kind of did it, not on a grand scale. Fuck you, Falcons. <laughs> How do you do that, though? How do you do that? He's at work. He's just not doing anything, or maybe or you whatever. Just, you just you get those days. You wake up and you're like, man, I don't want to go to work. I'm taking today. a mental health Screw day. Screw this. Bring back Mia Sarah. I don't remember who played uh, Cameron. Oh yeah, yeah. Cameron's got a job. Everybody's got jobs. Everybody's got kids. Now we need that one day just to go out. And I want Cameron to reprise the song. Let my Cameron go. <laughs> I just want to hear that one more time. But think about the the adventure he had at 17. Could be amped up, ramped up, and just off the charts at 40 or 50 or however old he'd be in this film. To have the same three just go through and be ridiculously retarded one more time. Anybody? That would be awesome. Bueller? Yeah, it would I, be. I, 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 I would actually I'd like be kind of torn about John Hughes not doing it, but... Uh, cause he passed away. Right. Um, but kind of goes into, to the film I was thinking, which is The Breakfast Club. Nice. At 40. I'd like to see them deal with their kids in school. And <laughs> Judd Nelson's character can complain about participation <laughs> trophies and stuff. That's a great idea, dude. That is a good idea. Great idea. idea. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, due to illness, the part of Judd Nelson will be played by Jabroni. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> fucking participation trophies. Uh, oh, fucking Ain't no burns. way you banging Molly Ringwald. That's bullshit. It's just a movie. There was no skin on skin. It's just Molly Ringwald. Come on, That's you know they boned. Probably. It's Judd fucking Nelson. They probably it's did. It's Rodimus Prime. I'm telling you, it's probably Rodimus did. Prime. Good plot, Rod. Another movie that deserved a sequel. Hey, but, by the way, by the way, they are coming out once again. With another copy of this, if if you have, if you're Transformer buffs like we are, there has been seven times that you've been able to own this movie since the VHS, the old plastic VHS. You have had all these chances, opportunity. This one is going to be the 4K Blu-ray. Yes. It's going to be badass. Um, I'll buy it again. I was going to say, are, are you dropping? Of money course. Into it? Well, I bought you know, the DVD I, last time because uh, Spike actually said, "Oh shit!" So, yeah, that's just how. Lane yeah. And that's and that's what they said they're going to do it again. It's going to still be. It should there. be the original movie. It should be the original as well. Nice, nice. So that's going to be nice, right there. Was that your pick? Now the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I'll go. I think the Breakfast, to it? the Breakfast Club would be an interesting sequel. Like, like I was saying, be interested to see them all. Like, they have to drop their. They just happen to be dropping their kids off for detention. And they decide to go somewhere and bitch about their miserable lives. Wasn't that St. Elmo's Fire? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Found it out, baby. Found it out. They were college kids, I thought. Whatever. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but it was close enough. <laughs> and it was only like two of them actually in that movie. Well, yeah, technically, but. <laughs> Get your Brack back they were, right. Do you they have were, Brack they were, back, they were all over the place there. <laughs> no, I did one crazy summer, thanks. 
What? Oh, dude, Savage Steve Holland pounded out again. <laughs> dude, there need to be more of those movies. What better off, of that guy? Better off dead, dude. That movie was great. I don't know that you could do that one over again, but that was a great movie. Film. That was a great film. I don't know that you could do that. I want my two dollars. What would it be now? It'd be like sixteen fifty. Yeah. When he got At stuck least. in the Godzilla suit, though, and he was freaking stomping through in one crazy summer, <laughs> and that freaking, that Asian freaking, oh my God, dude, I was dying. <laughs> was it better off dead to have the Chinese guys who thought they were Howard Cosell? Yes. In the car, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. This is Howard Cosell. Lane Maya. Because <laughs> part of the movie was him getting his Camaro back on the road. Exactly. Yeah. I'll never forget those Chinese guys, man. They were the best. I'll never forget those eighties comedies. That's another. What other, what other film? Love the fucking eighties. What other film was that guy in? The Howard Cosell Chinese guy. Quick, picking your brain. Couldn't fucking tell you, dude. Karate Kid Two. Yes. What the hell? He was the main villain guy in Karate Kid Two. Right now, pound us out. You insult my. Get out of here, dude. (laughs) I kill you. That's what I think every time I hear that. I kill you, Joe. Oh look, little baby toy. Maybe baby want to come take it back. How the fuck did you know? That, How did you dude? not know that? That's what kills uh, me. Brain damage, maybe. Okay, could be. I'll let it. I'll I do have that. a tumor. Ah, uh, it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not, not a tumor at all. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna take a quick time out here, give you a station identification, and be right back. Are you looking for a great DJ or karaoke service? Look no further than Viking Entertainment, this area's largest and best DJ and karaoke service available. KJ Loki and KJ Lady J will take care of your every need. Wedding, Sweet 16, bar, they can do it. Dial 860-204-6876 and get Viking Entertainment for your next party, event, or bar function. Welcome back. All right, Lynch, what else you got for us, man? So proper proper sequel, not necessarily one that's already been shot, filmed, whatever. Right. Proper sequel. Uh, let's see. Jaws. So Thoughts. I, I like Jaws 2. I've I was going to say, I think Jaws 2 was good. I thought 2 was good. It didn't match up to the original. Everything after that was garbage. Yeah, the, 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 sh- the, the fourth one. Oh my God! The the, the shark personally <laughs> chasing down Mama Brody. Or I'm going to bring you to the Bahamas. I'm going to eat you up. True story. When Michael Caine is asked about Jaws of Revenge, he says it paid for my house. Exactly, dude. <laughs> hey, I I have nothing against him. Man. I can't I, fucking believe him, dude. Yeah. Hello. He's on his way. Here he comes. Sequel music. No part part two. I actually I didn't mind. I actually that would be one of those when it popped up. I still kind of sat there and I watched it because I think again I think it was the original shock. It's like it's much like Aliens. The original shock of Jaws is gone, and now this one it's like how can you make it better? And that's what I think they do. And aliens, they do perfectly, obviously. How can we make it better? <laughs> there are more fucking aliens at people. And, <laughs> but let's give them a chance and put them up against kick-ass Marines with great equipment and show them that even if you do have this badass equipment, you still have no chance. Well, again, I challenge you guys, the three of you, to come up with a sequel to Alien without showing the alien, like they did in the first movie. 
that shocks the fucking shit out of you. You can't. You really can't. The, you the, cannot. Aliens, the alien's already gone. Like the, the, the image of the alien is already in your head. So to hide the alien the entire movie is ass nine. I mean, people already know it's there. I disagree. I think you can. Again, like Eddie said, it, it's the, the whole shock of the first Jaws is because Bruce, the shark, mechanical shark, malfunctioned most of the movie the, is the reason they left it out of the majority of the movie until the very end when it eats Robert Shaw and then comes back after Richard Dreyfuss. If you, and look at Alien, you look at Alien about an hour and 19 minutes into the movie, you don't see the Alien. All you see is a scare. Hardly at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. You see the scare. You feel the tension. You feel and the that goes holy back. You, shit, You can dude. point to, like, um, just off the top of my head, Scarface. You don't see the guy getting chopped up by the uh, chainsaw. You see blood squirting. You hear the screams. It's what you don't see that makes it that And that better. movie, that whole scene, the, the chainsaw scene in Scarface, triple X-rated. Until they took, what, Five seconds out, and they got the R. All you wanna, five you wanna, seconds. You, you want to hear a secret on that? Go ahead. They did nothing. Really? Brian De Palma submitted that movie again with the same fucking shot, the same blood. I had heard the they same cut five scene. seconds out. No. The same scene, and it got the fucking R rating. I'm guaranteeing there was there was other people watching that film in the ratings board, not the same two. That whole that whole rating for thing is a fucking fallacy, yeah, dude. it's a sham. It's a bunch of 50, 60-year-old Hollywood it's Men like the women. Grammys for movies. Exactly, dude. It's a, it's just a bunch of 50 and 60 year old fucking women, men. Yeah, Jethro Tull. Who have no kids involved, yeah. invested in this whole thing to. It's not a law either. No. no. You don't have it's, to go through the ratings board. No. It just, but if you don't, theaters might not carry your exactly, exactly. exactly what Eddie said. If you don't submit your movie for a rating, they will fucking kill your movie. Mm-hmm. They'll bury it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 never went through the ratings. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was they, rated X. And they still put it. It wasn't rated. It was well, rated. So what, they, they they still put it through the theaters and it still made money. Well, because of the name, you had a, you had a, Scarface was the first and never had a sequel. But the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre did such great money for that time, you could have put a bunch of guys farting on a snare drum and called it. Texas <laughs> well, could, I love that. Too, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a question: Could you make a cheese, uh, Scarface too? I think you could, and being that it's like my one of my favorite movies of all time, you have to carry the story. Who lived? Mama. That's it. Sosa. Yep. And Elvira, the wife. That's it. Was she pregnant? Did she have an heir to the throne? Where did Sosa go those, from there? I don't what did think Mama those do? work, man. But, I no, that. and That's see, like and son of Godzilla. You shit. could. And oh, your exactly, question was, your exactly. question was, could you make it? Just because you your dad could. was a badass right. they, does not they, make you a listen, badass. Right. They did, look, not and they it twist sucked. it around on what video was it? games, but look. Scarface 2. It was made like 2009, 2010. Killing me. Go to the Google machine. Go to your phone. Look it up. Not, not, not to bring up video games into 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 movies, but honestly, have you ever played Red Dead Redemption? Yes, I did. I love whole, that. You game. go through this whole game and you're badass, and then at the end, you go out a hero. Essentially, I mean, exactly. I was aiming for the main guy. That's what I was doing. I was, Always, as long as, as long as you're dead, I don't care. Like, shoot me up, and then you turn around and you get to use his son, and it was like, uh, like I hate when they do that. I. I 
Like I said, just because your dad was a badass does not instantly make you a badass, and it doesn't make the, the people want to love you. Exactly. Rocky Maivia is perfect example of that. <laughs> I he, agree with you. When he first came out as Rocky Maivia, people booed the shit out of him. <laughs> we're like, wait, wait, we have to watch you because you say so? No, no, right. we're good about it. It we're wasn't until he completely changed his image. Um, the only thing the I got, the only thing I got on anything Scarface is that Scarface remake or reboot is moving forward, and that story published in March of 2015. Um, again, leave it alone. Don't don't reboot Scarface. It's perfect the way it is. But your question originally was, could you make a second Scarface? You could. Those are the three remaining characters that anybody remembers. There were three top characters: right. Mama, Elvira. And uh, Sosa. Sosa, yeah. So there's a lot of ways you could go, but when Tony takes 7,000 bullets and falls into the pool in his own foyer, um, uh, the franchise is pretty much fucked. It's pronounced foyer. It's foyer. Your, yes, yeah, foyer. Well, focus. he was foyer. Okay. Yeah. Gay-yay. you're gay-yay or chai, however you want to look at it. Clearly chai. Clearly chai. Um, again, don't touch it. Don't fucking touch it. I, I, I point to Blair Witch, and having not seen it, I'm going to wait. When it comes around to, like, Blu-ray and DVD, I will watch it. I always give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll see if it stands up. I hated the original because it gave me fucking hey. motion sickness watching it, but the story was solid. They improved on that. Good. So that, that wasn't, that's not Look, the some, some of them, dude, like, like Jumanji's got a new one coming out. I gotta tell you what, I'm not gonna try to dog it. I love Robin Williams yeah. Jumanji. I Great do. Fucking I movie, do. Dude. Well, look at that. Look Great at look, movie. Look but, like this, since you bring up Jumanji, um, what if somebody today made Doubtfire two, and it's not Robin Williams? He was going it, to. It was in pre-production. Yeah. They were in writing stages, and then pff, Robin Williams is gone. You could How, do it. You could do it with Ted Cruz. It just. Put another- <laughs> Ted Cruz could be the cousin. Ted Cruz could do that. He could be the cousin. They could, who's, the, who's the gay guy that's in every movie, including Independence Day, the bearded guy? Harvey, Harvey Faust. He's Fire still alive, isn't yes, he? Yes, he is. He could just bring him back with like the brother, and he puts on the gimmick, and he goes in, oh, hello, and all that bullshit. They Here. But, again, there are certain movies that shouldn't be touched like that. Let, let the one-off stand alone, man, because... Seriously, as much as I love The Godfather, and they made two more, The Godfather 2 stood up, Godfather 3 blew chunks. They could have stopped at the first hey, one we, and we, let it go. So, so let me ask you guys this. Go ahead. Given the current environment with remakes and um, where we are cinematically, do you think there sh- they should have even moved forward with Star Wars? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, not being a star, Absolutely. not did, being... And, and did, let, me, let me add to that. Did they actually, have stories to tell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever read any of the books? I fucking love them. That's what I'm saying. They <laughs> had plenty of fucking stories. How is he Foster, dude? I How can you story. not fucking deny that? I do prefer if they had done the Heir to the Empire story. I think that's classic. I will agree with you, Eddie. Uh, but looking at The Force Awakens for what it is, is a perfect... Footnote, finger quotes, you can't see it, but finger quotations. quotes to Return of the Jedi. Look, all, you know, you, you want to know what The Force Awakens was? The Force Awakens was Disney saying, fuck you, George Lucas. We are going to make this Thank you. the way that we want to make it. And fuck you, George Lucas. And George Lucas. And George just- Lucas, guess what he did? He bitched to the people and said, oh, my God, I would have done it so many different ways. 
then don't sell the franchise. You sold it to Disney, you dumb son of a bitch. Shut up. Reap what you sow it. From now on, guess what? They're getting made any fucking way that they choose to. He's got more money than Trump right now. Let me say not dumb. Let me tell you, George. You sold the franchise. You have no involvement. That's what I'm saying. Guess what? Shut up. This is shut your mouth. Fucking shut, shut your gazillion dollar exactly. mouth, George. This Lucas, was all okay? on toys, on merchandising. He even says in 1979 or 1980 when he was making the Empire Strikes Back, he said the smartest thing he did was sell the merchandising rice to Kenner. Kenner what? made millions and then pissed how it many away. fucking millions? I, I would like to say, I would just like to say too, like, uh, and a lot of people forget this, like, he did not direct Empire or Return of the No, Erin Kirshner. Erin and, uh, Richard Marquand directed the Yes. Movies. And they were, about being the they were superior well, movie. I personally think they were superior movies to Star Wars. Because, Absolutely. Because of that. Well, the problem, what I'm saying is because George Lucas directed the prequels, the acting is very stale. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, I am in against Skywalker. I, well, I got personally <laughs> casted the film. Yeah. Uh, we got Hayden Christensen. That was he terrible. sucks. Ewan McGregor is the only saving grace from that movie. And, and Liam Neeson in the first movie. I, I like Liam Neeson. He's I always hope, been my favorite. I hope Ewan McGregor Sorry, gets his is own my hero. Oh, film. That's good. Qui-Gon's my hero. I, his recently, entire character is perfect. Right. And if you, I don't know if you guys watched this, Star Wars Clone Wars on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Netflix, holla. But anyway. We should be getting money from Netflix. Awesome. Working on it. Fucking series. Don't mention Netflix. You know, I, I, I went to the theaters to see the first prequel. I was so disgusted. I didn't watch the other two until about three weeks ago. I watched the second one. Dude, I, I waited myself. So how I would change that, that entire backup is follow exactly what that little hype was going on about Jar Jar actually being the real Sith Lord. Yeah. That would that have been be fucking awesome, badass. dude. Here's the thing with the prequel. <laughs> that would have been badass. Here's the thing with the prequel. If that whole time just imagine this. Just imagine this, right? You have this whole scene and you got you got Anakin, he's just so badass right now. You know, and you got you got you got, you know, full bearded fucking Obi Wan ready and he's he's been through the Clone Wars. They've been through My everything. Man. Been through yeah. everything. And all of a sudden the doors opens up and all of a sudden you see this face and he's cloaked at first and all of a sudden you hear Misa says you fucked. <laughs> and he takes it off and he's got fucking like two fucking super claws on his fucking hands and he comes out and just force fucks them to death. Which would explain why he goes by the name Ben. Yeah. Because Ben Obi is the Jedi that lost to Judge. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's all what coming together. Obi Wan Kenobi. That's the guy who got his ass kicked. Dude, Jar Jar kicked his ass and then took over the whole galaxy. <laughs> the thing I hate about the prequels is when George Lucas fucked up, his solution was to change the other three movies. Yeah. That yes. bugged the hell out of it. It did. Yes. I no, mean, absolutely. Those were staples of our childhood. Do you not agree? Yes, 100%. absolutely. And I, mean, I didn't hate mm-hmm. the special editions. It's the one. It's what he did. No, when he after. added it's ninety-seven. Right, when he right. ch- when he changed like the end. When he put Hayden Christensen in the fucking in the fucking. The he's now favorite, Darth Vader. Jedi has always been my favorite. Yeah, one, yeah, so. absolutely. Mine, mine's Empire Strikes Back. I, I, I do. Here's the thing. I, I think love Empire. Is the better movie. I do, but for some reason, Return of the Jedi just I like Empire. You know story. what I like about you know what I like about Return of the Jedi? <clears throat> it's closed. You you can have closure right then. They could have ended the franchise. You can end exactly. You don't have to. You didn't have to do the and then then I do movies out of every movie that I've ever seen. Jedi 
completely does it. But it here, really does. Let it, me let me throw it, the, it let me throw this the at the at the panel real quick. Is that yes, sir? Jedi was what eighty six? No, eighty four. Eighty three. Yeah. Okay, I was high most of the eighties. Same, um, same year as Star Trek two. Okay, Empire but, was eighty. Okay, so Jedi was eighty three, eighty four. Right. Force Awakens is 2015. Now, you have a generation of Star Wars fans that have been salivating, fuck those prequels, have been salivating to see the continuation of this story. And, you know, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I've, I love the films, but I'm not the guy that went out and bought all the Kenner action figures and read the books and whatnot. I, I would say I'm on the fringe. I'm standing on the fence happily, right. leaning toward your side. Right. And I went and saw The Force Awakens, and I was afraid because this guy to my right, who is a huge Star Wars guy, was like, I'm afraid to watch this movie. I really, and I still I really like don't it. know from what, what, what it is. Because I didn't like what Abrams did with Star Trek. Right. For, well, for what it is, it's a good movie. Right. <clears throat> it's a great movie. I didn't. I, 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 I wanted them to go to the air of the Empire. Well, that's, right. that's where I really. I that's well, what I really wanted to go. So for, to minus that disappointment when I found out that wasn't where they were going. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I went in there with an open mind. All right. Let me just go in here with an open mind and see where they're going. Right. There was parts of the movie that I absolutely loved. And then there was parts of the movie that I was like, I can't believe they did that. You know what I'm saying? All in all, I am looking forward to this next one. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm looking really forward to is the new fucking, uh, the Rebel, uh, the Rebel One. Oh, yeah. dude, that, movie, that World fucking World trailer World looks One. amazing. When I saw Darth Vader at the end. Dude, dude, I oh, came. This, I came. Boner! Listen, Boner! This but, is the Darth me, Vader that we have known yep. is out there. This is the Darth Vader that when you played the game and he killed an entire village of Wookiees, <laughs> this is the Darth Vader that could take a Star Destroyer from the freaking sky and crash it to the ground. He's the guy that can choke a guy on a fucking conference call. Dude, he's gonna, he's gonna rip happen? open uh, one uh, of these uh, X-Wings. Uh, oh, dude, look, uh, again, uh, going back to the point, I watched that film, I liked the film, I didn't tell the story then because it was still new in the theaters, um, the part that got me the most, which really cemented where this franchise is going now, is when, uh, fuck's his name, Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. Yeah. And, spoiler. Spoiler alert! It's been nine fucking months. It's not a spoiler. Too a soon. year. And I'm still not over it. It's been a year. I hear too, too soon. soon from this guy one more time. <laughs> too soon, bitch. Too shit. soon. Um, the funny story <laughs> that I did not tell when we talked about that movie a week after Christmas when I went and saw the film was I went to the bathroom after in that Waterford there and you go down the long hallway and everybody, every guy who didn't want to get up, I'm one of them, who drank four gallons of Coke for thirteen ninety five. You gotta piss yourself. So wow, I'm, you got in on a sale. Yeah, I did. All right. Because hey, uh. we had uh, Groupon gimmicks or whatever. Um, credit to the Immortal Bloat on that one. I open up the stall. I close the stall. I whip out little Chris, and I'm doing my thing. And written on the wall in Sharpie marker was, Han Solo dies at the end. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm glad I didn't have to piss before the fucking movie. I've yeah. been jacked. Oh, it was oh. all out of place. So, so let me ask you, what is different about that movie, The Force Awakens, versus the first Star Wars? It's the same movie. For me, as a Fringe fan, or... It follows, no, no, yeah, it like, follows the me, same protocol as Star Wars. Just hear me, Absolutely. Just, yeah. just, see, just hear so me out. Jurassic World, did you like Jurassic World? I loved it, because Chris Pass is a fucking bomb, dude. It doesn't matter who the fuck was in the movie, it was Jurassic Park. It's the same movie. It was Jurassic Park. Instead of a T-Rex, we had an Anubis Rex. I mean, come on. A fucking huge Rex. 
They still have Raptors out there. Honestly, Empire Strikes Back is the only original film out of that whole bunch. I, 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 I agree. I agree with that. I, agree. I don't disagree. No, I agree. I'm because with that. I don't disagree at all. It's a darkest. The other ones follow a formula. There's like setup, uh, the middle. Yeah. Rebel fights. And you still, Empire. and you right. still get Empire a happy ending. Do that. No, you no. still get a happy ending no matter what. And the first one and you Empire? get that. Oh, okay. No, no, not, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm that's what I'm saying. I got you. I got no, you. dude. Empire is a huge fucking happy no, ending for Luke. For, oh, yeah. Only for Luke. He, he, he doesn't know Leah's his sister yet. Hello, tongue kiss. But he doesn't know. Is he from Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> but it just look at the whole fucking setup of the movie. All right. He ended Star Wars with, all right, I blew up the Death Star. Big deal. Yeah, I did that. Okay. I did that. Fuck it. I'm the shit. I got my hand chopped off. No big deal. Definitely. No big deal. Yeah. We sold on eBay for like 500000 Really? They made clones out of him. I'll, gi- I'll, give, you, I'll give you my oh, hand for 50 bucks, dude. I think Ray <laughs> is a Skywalker clone. I'd go 75, but that's okay. All right, Chris. 75 years old. Uh, no, Ray but, is a Skywalker yeah, but you ain't got, you ain't got no freaking forced DNA in that motherfucker. No, I don't. That's it. So I'll tell you what. You can I make forced it. some DNA. Never mind. But my whole point <laughs> is I, when I watched The Force Awakens, I was watching Star Wars. Yeah. But it's you're the but, same. Okay, it's the same movie. Yeah. Okay, thirty years later, forty years later, exactly. whatever the fuck it is, for a new set of. You're pulling in the new that's, fans, but, but that's you're giving. Exact. You're giving. It's a new set of toy buyers. That's true too. But if you're yeah, just going to look gotta, at it, you got to set it up. You have to set up. If you're trying to build a new franchise, you have to give them history. You can't just throw these kids into the middle of nowhere and be like, you got to like them. Right. No, give me a reason to like it. Give me a story. I didn't, Dude, you know I what? That. I loved Ray. I, fucking I loved that. Ray. But if you just threw Ray, me, Ray in my face and didn't do the interaction with Han Solo and she was like, it was the hyperdrive and I did this and he just goes, huh. You know, like little moments like that I made that you opened, movie. You basically opened the door to not only a new Finn, generation of fans. Did you not I like Finn in the, the beginning? I, was get I didn't like Finn in the beginning. I loved I Finn from the dick, dude. I didn't he like Finn. Dick. No, Finn was just, no, he was Finn ignorant. From the he was ignorant. He yeah. was ignorant. And I then towards the, the end, he was like, I loved him. I was like, dude, don't die. Don't die, Finn. I didn't like Finn. A black stormtrooper? The fuck? Dude. No, it was a whole... Because you know he would have shot straight. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Fuck you, Greedo. Anyway, you're bringing a new generation of fans in, but you're also giving that taste. You're giving... It's like cocaine. You're giving that taste like, come on back. Exactly. We still love exactly. you. Yeah. We still love you. And that's going to lead me what to my What they do with now. the next one is what's really... That's the gone. proving ground. I have a really good one. I'm not going to give it up. Go so for it, So my next one, again, long-time franchise. If I'm doing my math correctly, we're going on 28 years. Of this franchise, they've had one feature film, and it was, I want to say, six, seven years ago. The Simpsons movie could have used. Holy shit, dude. Yes. And I am not a huge Simpsons fan. You know this. You know this. <clears throat> I think The Simpsons, as much as I love Beavis and Butthead, and yes, Beavis and Butthead is toilet humor, and they should never uh, get a sequel. Yeah. But. The Simpsons have carried on and have continually been a part of the American lexicon for nearly 30 years. They did that one movie. It was tremendous. Oh, I was. loved the Simpsons movie. I thought it, Dome. I, it was, uh, it was like, um, South Park. Exactly. I really, I didn't watch South Park much, but when the movie came out, I watched it. And I, I was, was like, a huge that movie South Park fan and I watched the movie and, and the movie was great. The movie was great. Movie was and great. then the shows got lame for a little while. 
and then the show's picked up again. You got to watch this here. Have you watched? Oh yeah, it's the new great. South Park. I've seen some. Oh my god, dude! Awesome. The Simpsons. The Simpsons have spot. carried on, and they're always fresh. They're always exciting, and they're always funny. They could have taken that Simpsons movie and made a second one, not even carrying on the story from the first one. They could have just made here's the Simpsons movie two, have a different set of circumstances. They could have walked that franchise into. They could have done money. any. I mean, the episodes made are so millions. Yeah. Now they could have gone into the trillions mark, making money on this franchise. And the characters, no matter what, Homer's an idiot. We love him, but he's an idiot. He reminds me of somebody I know. Uh, Marge is Marge. Bart Dude. Bart. <laughs> you said Sorry, that I Chris. didn't. Sorry, you said Chris. that I didn't. Um, it, you really could have walked that franchise forward. They could have had three or four movies by now. People would have still shelled out the money. And again, it's not all about making money, but they could have made exciting, fresh, new material for these people every two to three years. To just keep that Simpsons train rolling. Yeah, they still got the seasons going, though. I mean, what are they on, like season 59 or yeah. something? 1987. Yeah. I was in junior high school when that show started. <laughs> yeah, I want to look that up because so I, I think. Got, I mean, I got to give it to them. But besides the, the, what, Cosby show was like the longest rating before they took over. One of the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they knocked Cosby out of the ratings. Yeah, exactly. Not, not only did they the knock Cosby out of the ratings, yeah. like Mike just said, they took over as the longest, the longest running. running episodic. Sitcom, yeah, sitcom. If you will. I would call because, it sitcom. I look, would. Monday Night Raw it tells you every week that yeah, the longest well, running episodic bullshit. Fuck you. You're you're an event. You're not, you're yeah, not episodic television. I, I agree. You are, I but you're not. The Simpsons have been going on. It's the longest running, not only comedy, but the longest running animated comedy. Yeah, I'd like industry. to say the NFL is the longest running football. I program. know, right? Oh, well, right. it is, but I mean, yeah, you, and you, know you outlive that hardcore yeah, WWE crap. Right, XFL out. Yeah, Are you exactly. ready for some football? Right. Um, the Simpsons debuted on television. Here we go. The What's Tracy Ullman Tracy Ullman right? show as part of the Tracy Ullman show on April nineteenth, nineteen eighty seven, and became a weekly comedic episodic television show. December seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. So somebody do the math, 87 to 2016, that's uh, 29 years. I'd yeah. rather not date myself. So For long, so 29 uh, long time. Nobody wants to date you anyway. 29 seasons. That And that's amazing. That is. That's an, and it's that's still, a, again, it's and that's still what I'm fresh. Saying. It's still it's, intelligent. Well, don't forget, it's still it's, funny. It's animation. And when you do a movie animation, there's a lot more cell shading sure. in it. Sure. There's a lot more to do with these things. So I think I think when Matt Grogan ended up doing this first one, he was probably like, you know, what well, would be great? all those, all those, <laughs> that was all a lot those of work. actors on that show have been on that show from the beginning. Yeah. All yeah. in the million dollar per episode range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to do a movie is probably to get them alone is insane. like ridiculous. It would be insane. But, well, probably, but yeah. the return would be greater than the investment. The main actor, Dan Castaneda, who mm-hmm. does Homer, he does Apu, he does a million fucking voices for that mm-hmm. show, fought for a salary raise. Mm-hmm. As did you know, D. Smith, who does Bart, yeah. as did... Um, Which is funny because it, it was, uh, I want to say, 10 years or so into the franchise. Again, not a huge Simpsons fan, but to find out that Bart was voiced by a chick threw me off. Not yeah. only a chick, a chick that was in The Legend of Billie Jean, which was a great fucking movie. How well, else is it going to stay 10? Well, let, true. let's throw this into a comp, comp, ugh, pardon me, current comedy shows. Sure. Animated Family Guy. Yeah, how long can these kids stay kids forever? It's 14 seasons, dude. Yeah. 14 seasons, it was canceled yeah, after it's third. Only, it's only like three people unless they have guest stars on there that do the it's voices. It's fucking Seth MacFarlane, the, Alex Bernstein, yeah, uh, who plays the wife. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Seth Green. And Seth, Seth Green, Green dude. Yeah. 
Mila Kunis only shows up for like three minutes an episode now. Exactly. Dude, how good of a career is that? I'm going to show up for 45 minutes a day. I'm going to record two weeks of gold and, and fucking record a whole season if of comedy gold. We could do that. We're, Actually, we're, I got to give it up to Lacey Chabert. It. She came back for a cameo in the time travel episode. She did. I love like, that. Oh, my God. Lacey's doing her voice again. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. Throwback. Anyway. So um, real quick, I'm going to go to... Uh, I'm going to go back to sci-fi with mine. Okay. Um, go ahead, Mike. Going back to the 80s. <clears throat> um, Enemy Mine. Ooh. Holy shit, great movie. Wow. Lou Gossett oh. Jr. Lewis, uh, yeah, Lewis Gossett, Lou Gossett Jr. Jr. Dennis Quaid. Dennis yep. Quaid. Incredible fucking movie, dude. Um, incredible remember, movie. If you remember, he ends up dying. It took me a while up, to remember that movie. Fucking that wow. Great, great fucking movie. He ends up, I thought uh, you were going to go to Airwolf. But he ends up uh, ra- raising his, you know, raising the Ironically, kid. Ironically, Blue Thunder. Needs a sequel. Yeah, shummies. I actually, does, I actually yep, love does the Blue whole Thunder. thing. Goes back. Actually, does the whole thing. What happens after that? You can't tell me the humans were just like, "Hey, look, he's he's with these aliens, and we're cool now." <laughs> well, it ended it. Yeah, it ended with him going to the aliens. That's what I'm saying. To going to the aliens and complete to give birth. His, right to give right. his his son Simeon his birthright. And I think it'd be great if those aliens said, "Nah, fuck this," and killed him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck well, you! I'm killing to- you. Again, you. sequel needs to be directed Dude. by James Cameron. <laughs> that's a great fucking movie. I, I, that's one of the best science trick. 1986, I think. I'm going to look I, that I up. I got to look it up. Yeah. It's a hot right now. It's a classic, I, I figure we're getting, it's we're awesome, getting dude. close. Well, yeah, no, it was. Now. No, I it didn't. It didn't. Did. But you know what, dude? It was It was like, uh, it was one of those, like I said, I wanted to kind of creep it in towards the end here because I knew, you know. I'd make people think oh, about wow. that. Oh, wow. No, you're absolutely right. 1985. I was oh, so close. You that, was, were... that was almost up there with the last And the main fighter. picture is that picture of Dennis Quaid with the dirty face Love and his mullet's all Quaid. fucked up. And yeah. Great movie, dude. He was great He's movie. awesome in everything. I, I don't think Dennis Quaid's made a bad picture. No, I don't think so either. But no, I would love to see an actual Ed's working on it. Like, movie 49. I actually love that, though. <laughs> what was the movie he made with Meg, his wife at the time, Meg Ryan, where Birds he was a, a detective? No, that was Mel Gibson. That was Mel Gibson. Oh, that's oh right. no, um, you, you got me. You know what I'm talking uh, about, yeah, right? I can see Great it. Great fucking movie. Oh, uh, Overboard. Motherfucker. Uh, he was Kurt, in that one, that's too. That's Kurt Russell. And, no, that was uh, Kurt Goldie Russell. Yeah, that's right. Are you talking that's about right. DOA? Uh, maybe. There was another he one he made. He was a detective. He was a college teacher. He made a great movie with his wife at the time, Meg Ryan. Well, girlfriend, whatever the fuck she was. All right, well, here's no, the got, three films they've appeared in together. We already mentioned Inner Space. Inner Space. Great movie. DOA. Do a go 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 and flesh and bone. DOA. DOA. I figured that's yeah, what you're yeah, talking a, about. Yeah, he's a college professor who reads a book that his student turns in, and uh, his I'm giving away the movie. <laughs> that's all right. It's Someone, 30 years gets, old. It's spoiler. Too soon. Too soon. He gets poisoned. Yeah, 80s. He, no, he gets poisoned. Um, and the kid who wrote this wrote the book that he turned in gets killed. Yeah. It, yeah. Really good movie. <clears throat> Very good movie. Very we'll good. let you guys marinate on that one because we'll be right back after this station identification. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Loki and Jabroni Show. You are a fan. You are listening. If you want to know how to make the show even better and become a part of the Loki and Jabroni family, here is how. www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni. It is the easiest way to get in on the ground floor and help us reach the next level. You can donate a one-time gift, a monthly gift, or there are two special investor levels that will help you help us produce content for you in the future. We have gifts for each level of donation. That is www.patreon.com forward slash Loki and Jabroni. 
to make your donation and help us become the podcast of the future. Welcome back, kids, to the movie sequels that should have been made and other kind of bullshit, etc. Snowfort, Schnabitzfernum.com. We are in the home stretch, the last segment of the show. We are now going to go around the table one more time. Ed's going to go twice because he didn't get a chance to before the break. So, Ed. 95 is alive. Oh, God. Short Circuit 2 was probably the worst sequel ever, and I'm just throwing it up. Yeah, yeah. We don't even need to go there. Worse than Troll 2? Uh, oh yeah, god, Troll actually, Two is yes. the most amazing bad sequel ever. But they, but you see, there's a there's room for that because sometimes there's a documentary about it. There's a documentary about how just, bad it was. Troll was so horrible, you just couldn't stop watching exactly. it. Though. Yeah, but it's you got to see Troll Two. With trolls, but Jennifer Aniston was in Troll Three. Exactly. Yes, and you get to see her in full boobie. Wasn't she in Leopard Dog? Was in Four. Yeah, no. you, she was in Leprechaun Two. <laughs> Leprechaun. Yes. Oh, you're talking right? about Leprechaun. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm was sorry. Troll Three. <laughs> oh wait, wrong movie. Anyway, yeah, back to you, Eddie. <laughs> this is why Lynch is not allowed. Starring Jennifer house. Aniston's original nose. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed, burn two nose. Your sequel, sir. Oh man, it's a it's a tough one. Uh, we all been talking about really great movies here. Proper sequel, and don't or say something the that, that shouldn't have been made. You can do it that way. We 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 hit on we hit on a couple. We of those. did, and it was good. A sequel that shouldn't have been made, definitely, uh, probably the second GI Joe for sure. That was uh, my car. Oh, horrible, guys. dude. Jesus. Horrible. Um, but seriously. <laughs> well, I don't know. Be watching serious. watching Channing Tatum like get killed within the first five minutes was fantastic. If Channing Tatum got killed in every film he was in, I'd watch all of them. That was Magic Mike three. Fuck him. Good that was great. <laughs> Fuck him. That was like book two. Let's, let's pay. Let's Tatum. pay him a. Let's pay him a million bucks just to kill his character off. That's that's what they did. He makes his bank. We get our happiness. Yeah. And all our chicks will like not finger themselves in the theater anymore. And and we can really see if if, well, if the rock <laughs> if the rock can do a dramatic scene. <laughs> <laughs> rock, it looks like you're pooping again. I'm really trying here. <laughs> If I keep trying, you'll smell what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Ed, that was a terrible got? movie. No, that was a terrible movie. That Not was that is Doom. No, Doom was terrible. Doom was, bad. was At least we're That's, on the same That page. movie was so terrible, it, it didn't, they didn't even think about it. They were actually going to write an apology for it, but they ran out of money. They couldn't, they couldn't say sorry enough. <laughs> that movie sucked. I, I'm glad I brought that up. Ed, please tell me you have a right, proper Eddie, secret you'd like to see. Oh. It's tough because, like, you get saturated with all these reboots and shit. And nobody oh, does, nobody does a proper sequel anymore. No, that's um, that's just it. It's it's all reboots. It's all fucking reboots now. And I understand the concept. You want to get a new audience, you remake the a- not, the eighteen was a TV show. But let's go to movies real quick while Ed's thinking. Um, you reboot Star Wars. <clears throat> you reboot Blair Witch. You what was the one shit? Because you went and saw it, and I haven't seen it. Yet. Shit, what? Uh, it was a reboot film. I want to say about three years ago. You went and saw it. You raved about it. It was like one of the bigger box office fucking smashes of 
2013, and all you could do was talk about this fucking movie, and I can't remember it for the life of me. But you told me in no uncertain terms, Chris, you got to go see this movie, and I never did. And for the fucking life of me, I, I couldn't can't tell you, dude. A reboot, not Total Recall. No, oh, that sucked oh, ass. God, that was terrible. Colin Farrell. Ugh. I'll have it if I don't have it by the end of this episode. And I please, and please don't talk about that other trash that Chading Crappy Boy was in either. Chading Tatum with um that the the sci-fi with Mina Mila Kungis there. No, Mila Kungis. That was that was Mina terrible. Clitoris? That was that movie. The, the oh, Jupiter Rising. Jupiter oh. Rising. Terrible oh, fucking God. movie. Dude, people talked about that movie for We went, uh, The Immortal and I, that was one of our first days. We went years. and saw that in 3D. And the only plus side of watching that movie at all, especially in 3D, is to see Mila Kunis's curvature in 3D jumping out of the screen. Let me and tell you. It's me, hard to hide a heart on when you're in a movie theater. Let me tell you, the whole Wachowski brother phenomenon. I'm going to get your fucking answer. Began and ended with The Matrix. Yeah, and, and ended. That, that was and ended. That was well. You get lucky. Their whole thing. I mean, I, the Matrix was an amazing movie. Yeah, exactly. Just like Eddie said, they got lucky. But they but got. You they watch got, the second and third one. You're like, what the what the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, oh. Let's take everything you built up in the first one. Let's forget and that. Shit let's on do it. this. And let's shit no, on it. No, it was like literally forgotten. <laughs> yeah. It was forgotten. No, I agree with Eddie. It was totally forgotten and just shit on and just... Uh, you know what? I'm going to reboot the entire fucking movie from the end of The Matrix to Reloaded to Revisited, whatever fucking the order is, to it's where, what we're going to do. And, oh, God, I get it. Neo is Jesus. Neo is this. Neo is that. Whatever. Put a title on. Everyone knows Superman is Jesus. What the fuck? I agree. I will agree. Superman is more Jesus. Fuck you, Chris. Fuck you. Actually, how? Prove it. Actually, cite your source. I love Superman, but right now, Batman's God. Yay! Finally! No, he is. Finally! I see a tension in the room with Eddie. In the comics, in the comics, he's God right now. There's a look that Eddie. There is a look that Eddie. The last episode, Mike right the now, last episode that they just did was he asked who the Joker was. It was a dream sequence. It wasn't. No. He was in that chair of gimmickry or whatever the bullshit was. What the hell are you talking it's about? 2012, baby. Oh yeah, the new Dude. 52, man. Yes, new get 52s. on it. But no, unfortunately, he is. I didn't say Superman can't beat a god. I just said right now, not only he's got, not Batman only do I want a crow, it's gonna be awesome. Oh, uh, you just you just shit all over. Not me. with Aquaman, it is. <laughs> you know what I love, dude. Side note: animation, Spider-Man reboot, JLA Unlimited, Spider-Man reboot. Yeah, Holy shit, dude! Great good. fucking show. Those are good. Yeah, you know. All right, there's a few. I'm gonna do some rapid fire ones. Okay, The Goonies. I want a sequel. I don't care. Yes, uh, you have to do a sequel to The Goonies. I want a sequel you to have Goonies. to bring them back when they're 50 yeah. years old. What the fuck? And, and on top of that, can I add one to that? Monster Squad. I want to reboot. Awesome it. fucking movie. But same thing. Sh- uh, older. What's his name? Because uh, they were interviewing about the new Predator movie, Shane Black. Yes. Yes. Him, Would you ever do another Monster Squad? And he's like, I'd love to. Dude, that would be awesome. That would be incredible, awesome because yeah, that the only one who can't fantastic. come back is the fat kid because he died. I was, yeah, yeah, yes, right. yeah. yes. yep. Uh, the other one, I want another Gremlins sequel. I would love Gremlins. You could throw Gremlins all day. Gremlins too, prop, prop, bad. As long as they stick to the to the animatronic effects yes. and everything. Proper sequel yes. to the Gremlins. Second one was totally poking funny at itself. 
totally that's what made it work. serious. And I love it. Loved, I fucking I loved it. it. That's what I made it fun. If you took that movie to the next level, but like Eddie said, all animatronic, no fucking CGI. That, that scene where, where friggin' Dracula is sitting there interviewing the brain. <laughs> Come on, dude. That shit was classic. That well, was, dude, it took two of our favorite things, horror movies and, uh, and gremlins, they were gremlins. and um, and maniacs. Yes, the brain. Yeah. Yep, and outside and freaking um, the stri- stripe from the second one, Spike. It was Spike in the Spike, second one. Yeah, yeah. No, Mohawk. 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 Stripe in the first. Stripe, obviously, being the intelligent leader of both. Spike in the or Mohawk in the second one and was. Stripe had a mean streak as long. But he was also the leader. See, yeah. Brain was the leader of this right. group, and the Mohawk right. one was like just. He just wanted to kill him. Did everything. you actually make a decision, or are we just ranting to rant? No, he voiced was, he, he by killing Goonies. Goonies, okay. Gremlins. Runner up would be choices? the last Starfighter. I'd love to see oh, that. Fucking oh, fucking awesome movie. great fucking movie. Just bought that on Blu-ray. Nice. I, seven, I, would only seven go bucks. See, I would only go to see it if they still use the same Cray computer effects. Fucking awesome. That's dude. the only yeah. way I'd go to see it. Fuck oh, it. The same video game. Great fucking movie. Lynch, what do you got? Ed O'Hurley was amazing in the movie. Dra- oh my god! Oh, and that was the last role for uh, what's his name? Guy who played Centauri. Oh, the music man. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, name is escaping me. Uh, Chris, look it up. I'm on the Google machine now. Yeah, I see that. That that. This is what I do, guys. I look up the facts so you know we're not talking bullshit. It's Centauri's role, right? Yeah. All right. Can't remember his name, but so movies that deserve a sequel or have had a sequel that didn't deserve it. Robert Preston, yes, yeah, oh god, awesome! He was a great actor. Bunch I'm looking. Of, I'm looking at his pictures now, and I remember him from a lot of things. He died in March of 1987. Yeah, a bunch of sitcoms. Change after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he died three years after the film was made. What a great fucking movie! Way to bring that up. So I'm going to put this out to the audience. I'll forgive Lance Guest for doing Jaws Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario Peebles. I'm sorry, Mario. Um, I'm going to put this out to my panel members. Well, he yeah. redeemed himself with New Jack City. Yeah, I was just awesome. Saying, yeah, yeah. And, and I see. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to put this out to my panel guests here. Oh, we're your guests now. Yes. Fun. Well, it's a hostile takeover. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Welcome to the Lynch and Lynch show. Amateur no, 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 no. Bro, I'm, just you, man. I'm just saying. Oh, that's good. That's the title of the fucking episode right there. I'm Lucky putting out. Bernie just got lynched. My hosts. All right. Comma. <laughs> Mike and Chris. All right, Mike and Chris. That's us. Shut up, Eddie. Or as Eddie likes to be told, shut the fuck up, Eddie. <laughs> so you're at my house. Oh, I can't say that. You're all about the same age as I am. I'm 44. 43, 44 in December. I'm 22, okay. motherfucker. You're a lying cocksucker. Over Fuck there. you. Dude's anyway, childhood movie, dear to your heart, mm-hmm. what movie would you want to be remade and why? Remade, rebooted, huh? Or rebooted. Mm. Or that has already been remade that you were just like, with, oh. today, with today's technology. No, I'm going back to just so old-fashioned old special effects, old-fashioned I, I like storytelling. Old okay, I let, like Mike, the, let Mike. Let Mike. All right, Mike, go ahead. 
I, I like the old school stuff. I, I hate when they do remakes. I really do. If you really want to watch the movie, do yourself a favor and pay the actors that did that original story. They deserve it. They're Absolutely. the ones that freaking did it. Seriously. Oh, I totally agree. Would you want to remake E.T. or do a sequel to E.T.? E.T. comes back and he's pissed. E.T. could have been a great sequel. With James Cameron and it's called E.T.'s. E.T. E.T.'s. E.T. Titanic. I'll never let go, E.T. Look, one of, look, one of my favorite... Besides The Crow, one of my favorite all-time movies as a kid was Willow. Wow. Great fucking movie. Could have made a fantastic could, sequel. Could it be better now? Could it look better now? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Would I want them to do it? No. no God, no. No, because... Ron Howard did it right the first how time. How it was done... Ron was Howard just really my, can't do any wrong. It's another Lucas film. It yes. is. So. Yes. No, absolutely. No, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from me. The guy's a genius. What I'm saying is when you give something away to people, shut the fuck up. Right. Like, like if if I sell you my child, and That's you start <laughs> and you start using your child, you know my ex child to do your yard, I can't come up to you and be like, "Fuck you, Eddie. What are you using my old child for to do your yard work?" It's your um, child because you sold them to me, and this is what I'm gonna do. It's exactly the same thing. You sold the rights to Star Wars. Right. Shut the fuck up. I got two. All right, Chris. If you'll allow me, I have two. Go ahead. Um, the first one is the Never Ending Story. I know they did a sequel. I think not good. Not good not at all. Good, dude. I think in 2016, if they rebooted the Neverending Story, I think you would see something really fantastic and really spectacular, keeping with the theme. Right. Much like some of these reboots really do keep with the original theme, and some of them don't. But if you if you stick to that story of Atreyu doing his business and, and yada yada and the whole horse and all that bullshit. With today's technology, the never-ending story could make whatever it made then, it could make triple, if not quadruple that now, and it would be the same amazing experience. And you don't have to force your child to sit down at eight years old and say, watch this movie from 1984, and they're like, oh, God, this is so terrible. They could see it in today, and it would be just as awesome. The second one's kind of just kind of personal to my heart. I'd love to see a reboot of The Golden Child. I I I want the knife, please. And <laughs> if you're gonna reboot it, here's my thing: have Eddie Murphy play Chandler Chandler Jarrow all over again. Oh, that'd be all. That's bring genius. Eddie Murphy back to where genius, Eddie Murphy dude. should be, because they're already talking about Beverly Hills Cop Four. Right. I'm scared because Beverly Hills Cop Three was garbage. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Cop one and cop two well, got, were awesome. Yeah, I think they were trying. Yeah, they were trying. They were trying something completely. They were different. making it family friendly and all that happiness. Yeah, and yeah. Wasn't it directed by Frank Oz? I believe it was. Yeah, I'm no, just saying. It wasn't Frank Oz. Just as bad though. Uh, what the hell's his name? I don't know, but we're going to the Google machine right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> the other Robbins dude. <laughs> oh, he did like uh, he Don Blue like, trading places. No. <laughs> directed. Um, oh, John Landis. Yes. Oh. Was it Landis? It was, did yeah, it was. Beverly it was. Three? That, that's why it was so horrible. It was that, that kind of child toilet humor shit. I didn't like it. Trading Places, great fucking movie. Would have been a great sequel. However. That would, that would have been good with Axel Foley. No. 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 I agree. All right. Real quick. Here we are. We're on imdb.com. It's a la, 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 la cast. It was directed by John Landis. Good job by you. Fantastic. Holy shit, Eddie. You know your shit. That's why he we keep him on. We'd I'm not going to put anything past we'd have, you. We'd have fired him 70 Ever. years ago, but that's he why keeps you bringing in the good shit. Me when I say Blair Witch was a great movie. I, I think I'm the sorry. Gold, I think the Golden Child. I'll try it again. With, with a tweak of the story, could be a fantastic reboot. 
But the only caveat I would throw in there is Eddie Murphy has to play Chandler Gerald all over again. So you want a proper sequel? If that movie, that movie could have had a proper sequel. He's the finder of lost children. He's the chosen one. He's the no, guy he was who, saying remake, I got the, the knife. Question, the question was a remake that you would love to see. Be I'd remade. love to see Golden Child be remade. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without question. Um, that and the never ending story. Those are my two from my childhood that I still hold on to at 43 years old. I still you're, think you're breaking my heart. See, something like, something like <laughs> the, the never ending story. Digitally, digitally remake it. Digitally remake it. Make it look you better. You could do that in Pixar or in, in, in The Simpsons. We go back to The Simpsons. The Simpsons could be Pixar or whatever and be fantastic. It would give a new dimension, a new spin on it, but. I think it's, I think it's, when, when you, when you take that remake, you, you almost take away almost a little bit of the soul. But of you that could say that movie. about a song too, but then again, let's, just on the music thing, Disturbed did a fantastic version of Sound of Silence. And but it's not me, the same. Really, it's really, the same. Really it's the same awesome. words. The tempo and the key of the song is completely different. You know, I mean, it's 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 a whole other beast. I mean, if they sing, if you're gonna turn around and say a remake, well, a remake is exactly that. When you turn around, and you say, "Hey, let me make the song again." The only difference is I'm Madonna and I suck balls, and I'm gonna try to fucking sing <laughs> American Pie. And oh god, well, I just there's a it. difference between Disturbed. And Madonna, disturbed her musicians. Madonna is a singer. But what I'm saying is, you know, when when I you got do you. when you do the in, you know the, uh, the I'm with you, yeah. It's it's just a different tone, and and they do a fantastic job. Those are my answers, Eddie. Well, I I would remake a couple movies. One classic I've always been fond of, uh, my man Godfrey. Uh, it's an old movie. It's kind of a romantic comedy. Um, I've always liked it. I would remake that. I think it would translate well among all the romantic comedy garbage. Yeah. Uh, as far as like a, a special effects movie, I know, uh, I know I'm treading on, on holy ground here, but I would remake, uh, Dark Crystal. No. Incredible movie. That Incredible, could be, dude. That could be, depending on two things, who writes it, who directs it. Nice. That could be one of the best reboots of all time. It also has the potential to be one of the. You it better. Could, it could be a Con Farrell fuck fucking Total Recall bullshit. You better not too. fuck with it. It That's better still saying. be. It better still be puppets. That's what I'm saying. Can't have any actors. Yeah. You, oh, you dude. You, you, and you can't go CG. You can't be making this this way. I mean, like the environment could be CG if you had to do with like an environment CG. But the characters themselves have, have to be got puppets. to be that fucking puppy. That's a great That's what point. I'm saying. It's holy ground. When I, when I I still watch it every now and then, and I'm just like, God, I, this is such a great fantasy. It's a good idea. That they it should is. have done more. With. And, and if you ever watched, um, the, I think that's also. The, the genius of Jim Henson. Well, that's what I was going to say. Nobody really. If you've ever seen uh, that that new show, it. that show that's on there, uh, uh, face off is a face off. Oh, the one oh yeah, yeah, where yeah. They, yeah. They take the FX people. Some yeah. of these people, I watch are really good, man, really good. And to be able to take that talent and redo something like that again, absolutely. That that would be cool. That's that cool. that I would that buy into. Really it's when you it would, it when you take away the magic though, and but that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people, what they'll do is say say if you do decide that you're going to do like the never ending story, mm -hmm. and Falco is a big fucking Muppet flying dragon, right, right, right. right. <laughs> so let's throw a CG big Muppet flying dragon in there that's not going to be a Muppet no more. And all of a sudden, now your kids are like, "Holy cow, this is amazing!" But you're like. 
man, that looks so fake. (laughs) But we go back to Jurassic Park and the last Jurassic Park film I really loved. I watched the first one. I've seen the last one. There was a couple in between. One I've seen, a couple I haven't. This last one really grabbed my attention. And unlike in 1993 when that movie was huge and it was the first one, it was a hit. It was a lot. It was all computer generated. The first was, one was all animatronics. Yes, it was. That's what that's but what made and one, the late, they didn't see a lot of those monsters right. until they were right there. But oh, this one was all CGI and yeah. it didn't lose my interest and I still got enraptured into the story. At the end of the day, if you do it right, you can make CGI look like a muppet. You can make CGI look like the hair on your ass. If oh, it's absolutely. done realistically, there should be no difference between the flying muppet and a CGI if the person running that CGI is doing the right thing by the franchise. It's all about suspension and disbelief. Exactly. Dude. And that you know what? You can say the same thing. I tell people all the time. You go to movies. Movies are fake. You go to wrestling. Wrestling's fake. You watch television. It is? CG, CSI, <laughs> CSI is fake. Well, to you, wrestling's real. Um, it's still real to me, damn it. Um, all Don't the things we see on television, even Don't reality go. shows, are bullshit scripted crap. Except for the Kardashians. Or, or Snooki. Snooki and JWoww. They got robbed this really? That's real. Really? That's real. Really? <laughs> I quit. It's the Loki and Lynch show. <laughs> I'm never going to quit. Finally. But you see what I'm saying? Fuck you. You see what I'm saying? You can have the CGI guys make it look like it's a Muppet with a string. Not that you'd see the string, but you can make it look as real as you want if you're good enough at your talent to make it happen. I, I agree. And there's certain certain aspects and certain ways that you can do it. Unfortunately, the way that some people try to push things through and when they do try to combine real elements with the CG world, that's where you end up losing a lot of people. Well, that's why I don't like a lot of the Alien sequels. Because they, they went from the practical effects exactly. to the CGI. Exactly. Perfect example. And, Perfect example. Because, like, the first the first and second one, and, and even in the second one, they don't show you a lot of aliens. And when they do, it's very quick cuts and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Mostly they did that because James Cameron had to promise to only do it with six suits. So there's never more than six aliens on the screen, but he makes it look like there's hundreds of them. Right, right, right. You know, that's, that's great filmmaking. No, that is. Absolutely. Like, like Star Trek II was filmed with three sets. Lynch Not got the last beer. Great movie. Have you seen the uh, director's cut of Alien 3? No. It's out there on DVD. One of the best movies you'll ever see. It's fucking awesome. It's still garbage. No, dude, it's so much better than the what they put out there on the screen. I, I honestly did not like it any better. I, I, I'll I agree. To, I can't name a single one of those characters because I did not care about any of them. I'll agree to disagree. However... When you and you would be wrong. <laughs> Welcome you, to the world of Eddie. Eddie Focus. When you look at the movie as a whole and see what David Fincher wanted, it's a much better movie. Granted, it's not great. It's not great. I'll I'll agree with you on that. It's not a great movie. It's not a great storytelling. One of the biggest things I hate about that movie is that movie completely negates the heroism of the second one. That's exactly. what I'm saying. What the Ripley fuck is the whole reason? No, that was the whole reason of them surviving. Ripley was a great fucking character. Ripley survived and that. They That's killed, a big right, deal. Right. And they killed Newt, and they killed uh, the cat six. at the beginning of the, the fucking, fucking movie. Cat. Hello? Yeah. Why oh, kill him at the beginning of the movie? No, Jonesy. Hot. She left Jonesy behind. She didn't bring him right. to the second one. 
Well, Jonesy was That's sleeping true. with, with you. Do we have room? No, Jonesy didn't. Wasn't in second. No, she they killed off Jonesy. Do we she have room Jonesy for behind. quick hit? I'm sure Jonesy's dead by now, but no, no. Oh, well, Jonesy it's died now like 2016. You know, right. anyway. But um, do we have room for quick hits? One last time around the table for ones you'd like to see a sequel. For. Go for it, guys. Well, why don't you start because you were the leader? No, no, Chris, you go. All right, look. Um, a movie that came out some years ago, I would love to have seen a sequel. It could have been a great franchise. Was uh, Mystery Men? Superhero movie with a comedic edge. Um, they could have taken that two, three movies in and had the same dark, edgy humor that the original Mystery Men had. To me, that could have been a franchise that could have went further. Not a lot you can do with toys, but again, and, and a lot of these movies like Batman, Superman, any any of the superhero movies relies on that residual income from toys. I think Mystery Men could have been easily a, a three to four movie franchise. Before its own time. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Michael? On to me. <clears throat> so I'm actually going to... Um, I think I'm going to pick on a franchise. Okay. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as much as I like two... Uh, Lethal Weapon 3 was hot garbage. Uh, so was 4, uh, but... Yeah. I'm not even Nothing. counting 4. I liked 4. You're retarded. I'm gay. sorry. Um, the, I think at the point... 3 is forgettable. I'll give you that one. 2 is classic. No, two, oh, that's why I said I, I can't, I, I can't look one and t- when you first Riggs and Murtaugh, you meet them in the first one. Riggs is off his rocker, blah, blah, blah. The second one, you really get to learn about him and you really get to feel his character. You know what I'm saying? And that's the backstory of the wife, how, how good these two guys are together. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Right. How much exactly. they actually do complete each other. And the third one, it was just like a, and, and to, and to Eddie's point, that goes to like Beverly Hills cop too. When he goes back and it's still, um, help me, Rosewood. Taggart and Foley doing their thing. Yes, yes. You learn that these characters have a backstory that there's humanity behind them. Um, they tried that with three when uh, Inspector Todd gets shot. Best and line, then, Axel, you stole in this house. How the fuck did you, fuck steal, you steal a house? <laughs> um, my favorite from number three was in the beginning. Again, the only the good twenty minutes of the film was the inspector gets shot. His boss, the guy he has a love hate relationship right. with, and he's like, "Boss, boss, are you okay?" And he says, Axel, do you want a coffee break? No, it was uh, Inspector Todd. Bogomil's Beverly Hills. Axel, are you want a coffee break? And then he tells the wife at the funeral, his last words were, I love my wife. He goes, okay, Axel, don't lie to me. (laughs) Okay, his last words were, Axel, are you want a coffee break? And she's like, yep, that's my husband. Mike, have you seen the uh, new Lethal Weapon series? That's why I brought it up is I, 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 I like I, how they're following. I that. really, really, really like how and, they're And by the way, Damon Wayans is a fantastic he choice is. to play Murtaugh. And real perfect. quick, real quick, for a movie that should never have been made, ever, 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 besides Doom, yes, please. of Extraordinary Gentleman. Oh, oh, that was garbage. Alan Moore please. is a fucking please. genius. I hate the movie that please. made Sean Connery retire. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. Exactly. Holy shit, Eddie. Yes. This bumps all around. Applause. Applause. <laughs> Good and call, what, dude. My curveball question has kind of already been put out there. Movies that never should have been made. Um, Rocky Five. Garbage. Oh. Garbage. Garbage. Rocky Four could have led into Rocky Balboa could have led into etc. So forth. But 
You had to throw in Rocky Five. Yeah. I will tell um, you that the new Balboa movie was really, really Creed? good. Creed Fantastic. was fucking awesome. Fantastic. That kid is amazing. He should have got Michael B. Jordan, and you pointed me in a direction, Fruitvale Station. Attack the Block. Michael B. Jordan. Dude, have you seen oh, Attack the Block? Yes, oh, my I God. Have. Yes. Great fucking movie. Great actor. Fantastic Four? Yeah. <laughs> no. Bad movie. No. Sorry. Too soon? Too soon. I refuse to see it. It sucks. I don't, dude. Don't. You'll just Rocky be Five. Re- Rocky sucks. Five was a vehicle for Sylvester Stallone to push Tommy Morrison as an up and coming fighter. I agree. And all Look it did was him. shit AIDS on the franchise. Exactly. <laughs> it shit the franchise almost to death. It took 17 years for them to do a proper next movie, which was Rocky Balboa, and then Creed, which was again both those movies fucking phenomenal. We quote. Mike and I quote Rocky Balboa often that speech outside the restaurant yeah, where he fucking tells his fantastic. Kid, oh dude. my god, fantastic! With such way a, I could get these guys to stop fucking talking about it. Shut the fuck. I'm, I'm going to tell you and get out of my house. That <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I have been watching that show uh, for the last week, and she turned to me and said, "Holy shit, this guy is really fucking good." I'm like, "That's what the story is about." The first Rocky movie is just. The underdog with all odds against him. And he does good. And he does really good. Um, I, I can't not say enough good things about that show. And to Mike's point, I think Rocky from the second movie, everything after that erased. I don't know. I like three I and I like Rocky four. Three. I love four. Uh, um, I love I know, four. I, I just I like three better than four. Like, well, I, I want to pick it up. Well, of course, everybody likes three better than four. I want to pick it up from the end of Rocky two. Yeah, I liked four. I, li- I liked because four four brought it back to the roots. Right, but there I was agree, a guy I will that agree. was Mike, he agree. was genetically me, stronger in every aspect. His training, everything. Because you came with heart and determination, which is a lot of things we talk about. Let me go back to your point. But Rocky three is about losing your edge. And exactly, back. you become comfortable, and now you have to get it back. And Apollo younger, tells him, and, and Apollo tells him, we're going to go back to the streets. We're going to do this old school, and you're going to get your edge. That whole thing, the eye of the tiger, it comes back, and what does he do? He whips Mr. T's ass. A pinfool. It's also important because that's, Addiction? The that's, the, that's the movie where Apollo Creed makes Rocky a perfect fighter. Exactly. Right. I, I agree. Exactly. I agree. Yeah, I'll agree on that. Fantastic. What a what a great one. Uh, quick hit. Did you already do your quick hit? Yep. Okay. Uh, Eddie, you got a quick hit? Sequel that should be made? Should not be made. Or should not be made? I got one when he's done. I just thought of this. No, you You'll will. agree. You, no, I probably Lynch, will. will agree. Probably will. And the silence is deafening, Ed. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Fucking killing me. I think we should end the Terminator series. Uh, I will Amen. wholeheartedly agree. I did not dislike Terminator Genesis. The best parts of it, though, are the ones where they remade. And- exactly. It's it's like, all right, here's Terminator from this perspective. It's let's change the whole timeline to where Sarah Connor's aware of what she's doing. That suspends the disbelief of the first two movies. This is what I want. I want them. I want them to to stop making Terminator movies. I want the copyright to run out, and I want it to go back to the ownership of James Cameron. <gasps> Would be a much better movie. I'll agree. I'll agree. Hundred percent. Chris. All right. Um, one that sh- my curveball question. We've already talked about is a sequel that should never have been made 
Um, Rambo three, the first, the first blood movie. Exactly. The first Never blood. Seen it. Well, right, don't. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Man. If you haven't seen Rambo three and you get a chance to see it, just run to Flint, Michigan and drink the water. Um, <laughs> good water. Ran, the first blood movie. Fantastic. It shows you that he's a guy coming home. He's got a heart, whatever. Rambo was it a first Nine? part two? Um, <laughs> shows that he still got it. Rambo three was unnecessary. They did the reboot about seven, eight years ago. Fantastic. And movie. it, and it, Really humanized the character. That was great. Yeah. My favorite of the four Rambo franchises was the last one. Yep. It humanized him. He goes home. The story's complete. You have your closure. And now they don't have to make any more Rambo films because if they'd have stopped at Rambo three, it would have been a dead franchise. It would have been garbage. And again, it was because of First Blood and Rambo two that the whole toy and the cartoon series came out. And I can't believe they made those cartoons. I know. Was that I know, right, ridiculous? dude? Rambo, the force of freedom, and he's tying the thing, and Rambo's what a killer. What do you think he does with all that shit? He's a killer. <laughs> he's a freaking trained he's army machine. He's in jail for killing a bunch of cops, dude. The thing is, Rambo 3 was unnecessary, but the Rambo film in 2007, 2008 really erased the stigma of Rambo 3 and brought the franchise back home. It humanized the character. It showed that John Rambo has a heart. And at the end of the scene, what do you, I've watched, I, I, it's the only movie that I'll watch through the credits, watching him walk down the hill to the ranch where his dad lives. And I never turn it off until the screen goes black. Because that is every soldier's dream, is to just go home and reclaim their life after a life of war. And to me, Stallone did it right. I thought it was a great movie. Very, very well. Mike, a, a sequel that should have never been made. Where do you, where do you hit that? I want another one. Uh, we haven't got all day. The Dark Knight Rises, maybe? Oh come on! Oh come on! <laughs> no, that's his. That's his film, man. No, that's his. Uh, that's his trigger. No, because it he goes to the safe space. No, it's it had to be made. I mean, it completed. It was Chris Nolan's ultimate Batman series. Right. Just because I dog it and think it's a piece of shit doesn't mean it shouldn't. And have you been are made. also wrong. You know, to it to is. to it's prepare for this shit, to prepare for this today. Last night I watched it, Dark Knight Rises, beginning to end, and I was I love the film. You already know I love the film. I sat there with a notebook and picked out all the crap. And the more I wrote shit down and I filled two pages, I was like, oh shit, Mike's right. This really was a terrible film. There's just, there's just, there's crap filler. It, there's, it requires you to suspend a lot of disbelief. Oh God, yeah. But I still liked it. It was a good film. Good. G double O D. It wasn't a great film. It wasn't right, dude, the Dark Knight. It, it was a, it was a again. ballpark. It wasn't a Grotenwegen. Okay. It was let's, a, let's, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let you hear this again. It was a good film. It was ill. That's never why I be. said it was a ballpark. It yeah. wasn't a Grotenwegen. Yeah. Neither of which are paying the show any money. Can we stop talking about it? <laughs> All right. Grotenwegen, Venus. Ed sequel should never been made. Uh, any Batman movie. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Well, you're uh, fired. You could have said Batman Forever, I'd have clapped. Nipples. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Fantastic Four movies, like, all of them were garbage. Yeah, they, really didn't do, them. they really didn't do every that book one justice. Of them. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Except, except for 
Jessica Alba. But she still wasn't a... Yeah, but she she, was good, but she was no Susan Storm. I don't care if she was reading the ingredients to the Cheerios. As long as she's in that skin-tight suit, I'm okay. Somebody brought up a good point. Uh, I was on on some show, and they said it could be the Fantastic Four characters are not, like, movie-worthy. That's a possibility. They might be small-time Netflix show-worthy, but they're not... It'd be a great great half-hour serial, great half-hour... Ugh. Great half hour show, not a good movie. Bill Bixby and Ferrigno, exactly one hour a week. Every and we were glued to the television with the when we were off. when we were they kids. Might, they might make they might make background characters for the other Marvel movies, but they themselves cannot carry a movie. No, they're no, they can't. Granted, the new movie was plagued with problems. Speaking of Marvel movies, the new Civil War, new Spider Man. Thoughts? Have not seen the movie? Yet. I loved Civil War. Oh, uh, Eddie, you have to watch it. It it blows, were, he's old school Spider-Man. What's what's wrong with it? It blows away any Spider-Man yeah. that's been out there. I'm still on Team Toby. Dude, I, uh, no, dude. You know, I'm with him. I watched Spider-Man 3 the other day on Epics. It fucking sucks Agreed, when he does the whole... Um, the dance uh, yeah, gimmick? Yeah, the whole thing. Like you know, we, We've had this conversation before in the comic episode, but that's what happened in the comics. I know, dude, but it's just... When he got the black suit and shit, It's just the way, he, the way he portrayed it, I was not happy with I'm it. happier with You're Tobey Maguire. To I know, I get it. I'm happier with Maguire than I am with Garfield as Spider-Man. Because I didn't me, dislike Garfield. Okay, but Tobey Maguire... He, he played a better Tobey, uh, better um, Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah. Look, Maguire, Tobey Maguire plays that high school, et cetera, college but he's guy to a fucking team. 40 years old, dude. Come on. He still looks like he's fucking 15. I don't care. I like the new Spider-Man. Ralph he Macchio, plays the better fucking Ralph Peter Parker. Ralph Macchio was 30. Ralph Macchio was 30 in Karate Kid 2. You can still, if care. you have the youthful look, you can still pull that role off. I say, Eddie, watch the new Civil War. He, he could still pull that role. <laughs> tell me what you think. Machio or, or McGuire? Machio. Okay. Watch Civil War. Tell me what you think. Mike, Chris, tell me what you think. I will. Go from there. I haven't watched one of the Garfield films at all. And that was the one. I've you wait until the Spider-Man I have reboot. I have both. You can borrow them. They're I shit. will. I agree. They are. Right. The fact well, that you spent money for pride of ownership makes me question your judgment. I'm going to punch myself why, in the face when I get home. Blair Witch is a good movie. Oh. Let's take a quick one when we come back. Loki will have this week's top ten, and we'll uh, pay some mind to the sponsors. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loki and Jabroni Show. Hey, if you love the Loki and Jabroni Show, stop at www.facebook.com forward slash the Loki and Jabroni Show. Get involved in the conversation. Let us know what you think about today's topics and leave your suggestions. Loki and Jabroni Show is the number one podcast in New England and the only podcast with an official endorsement from the demon god Cthulhu. Isn't that right, Mr. Cthulhu? We're in the home stretch of the movie sequel episode. And real quick, quick question around the room. Just got to know, before we go into top ten, uh, starting with Lynch, favorite yes. movie of all time? I just got to know. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm a big horror movie buff, so I'm going to have to go with Jaws. Okay. Mike? 
Willow. Willow, okay. Mine's Scarface. Good choice. Mine's Scarface. Good choice. There's no question there. Ed, favorite movie of all time? Pump up the volume. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> Christian Slater, I cannot love it. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. Why do you think I do the shit I do? All right, fair enough, fair enough. That's great. So, as we wind this down, it is Gleaming my... the Cube. Yeah. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> I still think that's going to win the Oscar. <laughs> Time will tell. It's only been since 1986, when they I think. Re- when they reboot Gleaming the Cube, it'll get the Oscar. It is now my duty to hit this button right here. Your final countdown this week is brought to you by Viking Entertainment. If you want the best in parties, sweet 16s, bar experiences, weddings, any DJ function you want, Go to Facebook and find Viking Entertainment. And, sir, I'm looking forward to this. All right. So, keeping with the movie theme, we decided, uh, obviously, to do our movie segment today. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Hollywood just isn't kind to a lot of actors and actresses. Mm, Okay. We'll agree. You know, sometimes, sometimes they come in like fireballs and, um, leave like bong hits. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Think about like cup stoppers. My (laughs) list is just that. Okay. Top 10 actors, actresses that Hollywood just did them no favors whatsoever. Starting when they came off to where they are now. All right. Yes, sir. Number 10. Of course, I got it. He's, he's like the, the poster child for this list. Mr. Gary Busey. Oh. <laughs> he is, like I said, the poster child for what this list is. Okay. Number nine, Macaulay Culkin. Ooh. This poor kid, man. You know him from home, home alone. Well, if you see him now, <laughs> yeah, let's just say Hollywood was not very kind to this gentleman right here. Number eight, we brought him up a few times. Mr. Tatum Channing. Oh. Channing Tatum. Channing, yes. Channing, whatever the fuck matter. his name is. It doesn't matter what his name Have is. You Finger fuck Supreme. Today? Yeah, right. Now, Once. a lot of you are going to argue with me and say, that dude's career's not over yet. His career was over uh, before it even started, people. Okay? Let's, let's just nothing. put it that way. Meant those looks fade. It's over for him. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, and that Buffy. breaks my heart, too. I know it breaks your heart, but let's, let's put it this way. One of the last movies that she did was Scooby-Doo. And that's where I was going. And okay. I love, I love Buffy. <laughs> I love Scooby-Doo, too, and I love Buffy the Vampire she, she's Slayer. She's had a couple failed TV shows. I got two words. <laughs> I got two <laughs> words for Absolutely. In, in Hollywood, you fail upwards. I got two words for all of you. Cruel intentions. Look. Oh, my God. Oh. Look, spank bank is now refilled. <laughs> you know what's cruel intentions? Go ahead. Her nose. Uh, uh, I can look past it when you got curves like that. I'm pretty sure she ain't got those. Taylor Swift, more. anybody? Number six. Curves? <laughs> Mr. Mel Gibson himself. Come <laughs> on, man. If Hollywood didn't screw this man up. He did it himself. He would definitely do himself. The anti-Semitism <laughs> surely did it for him. Passion of the Christ 2. Jesus is back. <laughs> and he's pissed. <laughs> See, you could have been the hero of the day. Bring that up. When we said sequels that could have been made. Jiminy Christmas, if there's ever that Jesus has arrived and he's in 2016 trying to right the wrongs of the world. Lynch, you you have failed this city. 
I'm sorry. Back to Mike. I was Fair all enough. Mel Gibson. That's all. It's, it's just I, I know, and you set him up. It's, it's, it's Mel Gibson. That's all it takes. Planning Passion of the Christ sequel, as reported by the Get Hollywood the fuck reporter. out of Are here. Are you shitting me? Is that real? Mel Gibson confirms Passion of the Christ sequel, Fox News. Well, he what need, the fuck? He needs to have something coming back. Yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> I got no. I got to stop this. Um, Braveheart, come on. How? 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 I've read the book. How do you do a sequel? The Passion of the Christ when the motherfucker died at the end. He, has, he has not stopped. You do he two hours stopped. of people no. waiting for the fucking rock to roll. He is exactly, not come dude. Back. He has not come back for 2016 years. How do you do a sequel to Passion? No, he does come back briefly after being crucified. He opens the rock, he goes and... Do you even Old Testament, bro? No, it's I don't believe it. It's called it. Easter, Chris. No. Easter. And then he rises well, and he what. goes up to... <laughs> number five kingdom. Number five can help you with that. Maybe. Number five. Just do it! Mr. Shia LaBeouf himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, man. He, he he had a pretty good start off, if you guys don't forget. He, he had was, a good run. He was Stevens. He was... Uh, he was iRobot had a little he had a little mm-hmm. spot in iRobot which was a fantastic you know for him but it was it it, it opened and up John the doors Constantine classic there not there you best go. fucking comic book ever Hellblazer well let's Thank be you. honest with you when he first came on this kid looked like he was gonna be, and to be honest with you Transformers the very first one he was hot he was, he was hot in it he kid was doing Calder, good kid Calder, kid Calder, kid unfortunately not a bad movie unfortunately Hollywood got to our boy. Number four, and this goes right with our boy, Megan Fox. Wow. When she came into the freaking thing, once again, she was all this fantastic. She was quoted as once saying, I'm like Marilyn Monroe, and I'm not going to let Hollywood change me. Horse? Seven? Shit. (laughs) 7,000 plastic surgeries later. Ed's been waiting for that. We have Megan Fox. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's looking like Dolly Parton, but she's like 40 you guys, years younger. If you guys haven't seen the latest trend, uh, the latest team and team. And I've got cow thumbs. He is, he's, she's definitely in that. <laughs> oh yeah. And they, yeah. if you have HD, you Come can on, see Jonah the Hex. crevices. You can see the scars from water. Uh, Come on, Eddie. Come on. Jonah Hex. Come on. Really? I'm just waiting for a DC movie to do good. God damn it. I thought they did good with the last one, but that's... Batman versus... Number three. was not bad. Mr. Cheeseburger Eater himself, Mr. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> now, hey, now hey, don't hey, be, No, no, no. Look, overruled. Look, overruled. Look, You don't hassle the Hoff. I was waiting. <laughs> You're not hassle the Hoff. I am hassling the Hoff. Because not only does this guy give us some of the worst shark movies ever... Ever. Sharknado 3. Ever. The third one. <laughs> Any movie that he has touched, including Dodgeball, is crap. I don't know. If you he, get Dodger right, you get Dodgeball. He was, he was good in Click. Let's be honest. He was good in Click. But one click? Did you click? Know? Click. No, oh, click. click. Oh, Adam Sandler. I'm sorry. Where he was the boss and Adam Sandler slapped the shit out of him, pausing the gimmick and all yeah, that bullshit. Just because you ain't messing with my click. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're click. right. No. Click. click. Let's not, let's not step on his thing. You're right. Every movie he touches is like fucking made for TV garbage. And number two, who was hot and just is completely not anymore? Number two, Tara Reid. She came on to the scene and everybody and her mother wanted to bang a little Tara Reid. And then once everybody did bang Tara Reid, 
Well, this is what well, we she got. She got now. those implants where one was bigger than the other. That's her own fault. Her own like fault. one was like north and that south. Was, that was her own fault. That was her own fault. And like, someone told her, you, "Buyer beware, <laughs> man. Buyer be beware. Mexican and have implants. If you you're can't. gonna buy, if you're gonna buy some titties, make sure they're like uh, proportionate. I guess. Yes. And my number one, my numero uno. And this is just recently, in case you haven't seen this great Drum hot roll, music please. that he just Already came out it. with. Mr. Corey Hayes! Yeah! Isn't he dead? Isn't he dead? <laughs> or Fe- oh, sorry, Corey Feldman. 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 My bad. Feldman. Dead too? Top ten. No, Man. Feldman's still alive. He's just on the Today Show. No, Which just, Corey is alive. Corey Feldman is alive. And All right, if, cool. If you cool, actually, cool. if you see this video, you're going to think that he's dead. I'll find this and I'll send it to you. Um, please do. He comes out to this squelching, I swear to God, it's, I think it's dolphins oh. playing guitars. Tonight show, to, today show. show. Oh my God, and dude. He's idiot. doing one yeah, of these yeah, yeah. numbers and just fine. Feel, I don't know what Hollywood did to you, buddy, <laughs> but it touched you in a real special way. A real special way. Show the judge way. on the dolly where Hollywood <laughs> yeah. touched show you. Show me on the dolly where Hollywood touched you. Bro. I still oh. want Goonies too. And he could do it. He could still do it. But he's just gonna pray like, "Hey, Mikey, gotta go back." Yeah. Oh my lord! Fifty dollar bill. Oh my god! What is wrong with you people? I didn't a lot. I didn't think that <laughs> performance was that bad. Oh, that was horrible. The dude. Today that Show was performance horrible. Were you watching with your eyes open or were you using the force? <laughs> Even Jesus. if you were watching with your eyes closed, what the fuck was exactly. that? <laughs> Eddie, don't it, don't fall into the. Key. Oh my God! I want to throw some love out real quick to our uh, fantastic other sponsors, Sublime Inc. Tattoo and Piercing in Groton, Connecticut. The phone number is eight six zero four four five forty four hundred. The address is five seventy seven Route Twelve in Groton, Connecticut. For your next great tattoo Rowan. experience, you want to get pierced, you want to get tattooed. Go see my man Falcon Dave Kovalik, who no doubt is enjoying what happened yesterday against the Carolina Panthers. Go down and see the Batgirl Dana Bats. Go down and see the very hairy and, in some cases, sexy Justin Fur. Or if you're feeling extra saucy, you can go see Dave the Nightmare Kruger. <laughs> Tell them the Logan Jabroni Show sent you. They accept walk-ins. Deposits are not required. You don't have to pay for drawings, and their rates are $100 an hour. They also have a shop minimum of $60. So go down and see our friends. Tell them the Logan Jabroni Show sent you. And you know what? Enjoy your next great tattoo experience. Which, guys, come on. $60 tattoo, what are you going to get? Like two initials? <laughs> I don't know. I got this thing right here, but unfortunately a skin condition caused it half of it to come up. But Dave's still working on it. You you can get a like Chinese symbol of potpourri where they just throw one on there and they don't. I tell love you what that. It means. I love that. Oh, That's when it. when you get whatever Chinese symbol is out there, oh, it means love. No, it doesn't. It means shrimp fried rice, motherfucker. I can't wait to see the Chinese person that actually has random like English letters. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be China. Be awesome, dude. You, you walk China in there and it's like A C K, and you're like, dude, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so like, like, I eat cock down the side. <laughs> I don't know. Guy says it stands for strength in your. <laughs> it means love. Ack means love. On what All fucking I planet? Is, I don't see a lot of Asians with like Asian symbol tattoos, so it makes me wonder. But you see a lot of. American people with Look, Asian symbols. You tattoos. see a lot of Americans with Asian tattoos, Mongolian tattoos. Look, I've got I mean, one. If but it, I did if my it has research. something to do without America, it's on our I'm sure body. you did. I know what it means. You can look it up. Strength. That's what it means. It's all good. You're right. 
How? 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 As a society, do you not do your research and you just let somebody tattoo a symbol onto your body? Oh, it means love. No, no regurts. No regurts. Sorry, I was eating a milk. Regurts, baby. <laughs> Fucking spell check is a wonder. Spell check and the Google machine is a fantastic gimmick. Yes, you, sir. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta go with it. That's my next tattoo. That would be awesome. Across my chest. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, N-word. <laughs> N-word. And that's what it's going to say, N-word, right on my chest. No offense to our black folks. I refuse to use the word African-American because chances are your lineage doesn't come from Africa. It comes from Jamaica or whatever. I, I've already did that in my rant Saturday night. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's sweating right now. He's oh, fucking Scott, sweating. Here comes the story. I'm Hold watching on. the demographic. I know. I'm watching down. the wall get Stop. another 20 feet added onto it again. Saturday night. I'm the next, sitting. The next debate, Mr. Trump's like, I've been listening to these guys, Loki and Jabroni. They're pretty good. Hey, <laughs> free press. He knows, he knows what he's talking about. Free he's, press. He wants to add 20 yards to that wall again. I agree. Saturday I agree. night, I was watching, against my religion, the Michigan-Wisconsin game. And during Sorry. the Michigan Wisconsin, so am I. Yeah. And <laughs> I watch on Facebook a guy who I know, name not going to be mentioned because I'd rather not have his house burned down, tells me of a story of his kid played in a six to eight midget micro, whatever the league is, football game. The entire team kneeled down during the national anthem. What the You're fuck? six to eight years old. What the fuck do you know about protest? What you know is SpongeBob, Boogers, no, and they, school. They know what the coach told exactly, them. Exactly, and that was my point. Them, but heaven forbid I expressed that viewpoint on a live video and people came at me like I was fucking Hitler, which I'm not. I believe in tolerance. I believe everybody should work together to make things better. But no, heaven forbid I happen to have an opinion on six to eight-year-olds kneeling down during the anthem. I was chastised like nobody's business. And my point is simple. Do your fucking homework. And somebody's phone's going off. It wasn't loud, but I heard the vibration. Oh, it's Ed's phone. Please. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you guys each and every week for coming in here and supporting us. Make sure you guys are going to that Patreon website oh, for we us. We never mentioned Patreon. Holy Make sure, shit. No, it'll be on there. It'll be, it'll oh, be in one of the in bumpers. The, it'll be in the bumpers. Don't you worry. Make sure you guys visit us on here. Facebook. Make sure you guys get those likes in. If you have any questions, any comments, any ideas for shows, Make sure you guys drop those. And like I said, we'll be working on this website really soon. Be open up for you guys very, very soon. We love you guys all very much. Thank you very much to uh, Strikers McLynch, a.k.a. Chris Lynch, a.k.a. Dirty Buttfucker, for being here. Tumor, tumor McFuckstick. Tumor McFuckstick. Tumor McFuck <laughs> yeah. We posted his information online so that you can harass him. About you can come to my address. Which was. <laughs> all right, Eddie. I'll... And to your point, next week, Pepsi only. I'm not drinking next week. You want to you go there? Yeah, right. Good luck. Good luck oh, on I that, dude. Oh, I've done it before, and I'll do it again. Good luck on that, dude. Pepsi only. I can already see the seizure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's All happening? Right, it might be happening now. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Love you.